Yeah. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. Yep. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. Yeah. 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 To all my people's in the struggle, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby. 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 Check it, check. it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. And let this class ride out for a little bit. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The puffy ad libs on this song are hilarious too, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was wilding at this time. Oh, when I remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner. Yes, classic, classic yeah. song. Bumping in with this because in. I had no idea until I read it somewhere else because the major publications are too busy celebrating the eight-year anniversary of Watch the Throne yeah. and the <laughs> 6.5-year anniversary of Yeezus. Man, that's the crazy. The 25th anniversary of maybe one of the greatest, well, definitely one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time. Wow. Notorious B.I.G., the song Juicy, came out in uh, August 9th, 1994. I ain't man. Dang. Ain't nobody say yes, nothing about that because it's not backed by a major label trying to push something. I have a conspiracy about that, but really? I'll leave okay. that till oh, later. Oh, we need to. <laughs> we're, we're the X Files cons- theme. Yes, conspiracy yeah. corner with Ryan Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got a name for it already? I do, okay. man. I do. But yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't know anything about this. I had to look it up, and it was right. Twenty-five years to this day. Damn. So that's that's a classic. Do y'all think that's a song that everybody that loves hip hop need to know? Yes. Because remember, uh, I used to watch Making the Band. Mm-hmm. And remember, Puffy made them rememorize that song? <laughs> remember Juicy? that? Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. I That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Baps and this. And remember Fred. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I think this might have been before um, he made them walk across the bridge to go get some cheesecake. <laughs> but they had to remember that. They had to recite that song to him word by word. That's hilarious. That shouldn't be that hard, honestly. I know. I yeah. mean, I could probably do it 90% correct, and I'm not even a huge, huge Biggie fan like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, would, I could do it with the music on. Yeah. But it's it's harder when it's like, That's all true. right, say it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could do probably like 85% of it. But. Yeah, I would imagine like, I don't know if I were on the show, I would go into the competition kind of already prepared for mm-hmm. songs that Diddy yes. has produced or been on yeah Yeah. like i would have already had my game face on for that one i think the twist was i think they all had to do it at the same time i think oh wow i think it was something like that yeah but they all had to recite that song word by word diddy was a fool man he was crazy man (laughs) i don't like this positive new motivational diddy i missed the wilding out Make niggas do crazy shit for a record deal, Diddy, man. That was walk, hilarious. Walk to Brooklyn and give me some cheesecake. <laughs> that was hilarious. Cambodian breast milk. <laughs> oh, man. That was hilarious. But, yes, happy anniversary to Juicy. Uh, rest in peace, Biggie. Rest in peace, Biggie, of course. And, yeah. So, let, let's just go ahead and jump to the podcast, man. We got a whole lot to talk about. Some great new releases we're going to break down in a minute. But first, let's let, let us introduce the podcast as we always do. Um, joining us, as always, my boy, the man himself, 
about to get fresh and clean with a pocket full of green. <laughs> got some new things on the horizon. Yes, sir. My boy Figgy Fig joins us, man. What's good, bro? Um, chilling, man. Chilling, chilling as always. Got a um, got a new part time job. Okay. So happy to get started. I'm gonna be slanging coffee. Congrats! What's the discount looking like, bro? Don't you hate when niggas ask that? Yeah. (laughs) No, no, I hate when people be like, "Oh yeah, you can give me some free coffee, right?" Yes. Like, yeah, sure, I'll give you some free coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we get that enough at the radio station. Yes. Hook hook me up with some Texans tickets. Yes. (laughs) Like, bro, I can't even get no tickets. (laughs) (laughs) The funniest part to me is how. They fake act happy for you at first. Yeah. Like, they'll say, oh, man, congratulations, man. I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so happy for you. Ace, hey, so what that discount look like, bro? What, what, what you yeah. got for So which location you work at again? Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm come through, man. My first job was at Best Buy, and I worked at Best Buy for like seven years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I constantly got people trying to get our Our discount was dope back in the day, dog. Yeah. Damn. But for, for certain things, you get a, a for real cheap but everybody would ask about that. The first thing I said when I worked for Best Buy, I'm like, oh, what's that discount looking like, bro? I need a new TV. Like, I can't yeah. help you, man. I need a new TV, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife, she was the first. She was the one that was like, oh, yeah, now we can get some of that free coffee. And Right. Yeah, because she used to work there before. So she know about the discounts and what they got and all that. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, yeah, you can bring some coffee home. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, damn, girl. Like, let me get in the door first. Right, let me get right. my training. Yeah, I ain't Take working care. a shift yet. <laughs> but, I always yeah. feel like I never worked in the food industry or anything like that, but I would figure you would get tired of the shit there quick. Yeah, I worked. Um, my first job was KFC. Okay. And still, t- and this was, I was like 17 when I got this job. Still to this day, I can't really eat KFC like that. Is it because of like how you saw the food being prepared, um, or what? Some of it is. I don't eat their Popeyes. Mm. I, I don't do the Popeyes uh-huh. because I know how they make it. <laughs> but um, everything else, I just got tired of. Wait, it. you don't eat Popeyes? No, not the chicken place, but the pot pies. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say, well, okay. Yeah. Whoa. Are you scared? Hot take. About getting Popeyes <laughs> no, tonight, no, man. I don't know nothing about the chicken oh, place okay, Popeyes, good. but the pot pie, chicken pot pies, I don't eat those from KLC. I didn't even know they sold Popeye, pot pies. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But damn. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil I don't know if y'all like them, but yeah. I don't want to spoil it for y'all. KFC whack anyway, man. <laughs> they, like, don't tell me shit about Popeyes, though. No, no, That's they, all I'm saying. No, Do you eat Popeyes? I, I eat Popeyes. Oh, okay. The, um, the chicken spot, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I eat Popeyes. This is all confusing to everybody now. <laughs> no, I think, Popeyes or Popeyes? No, no, I think the way I say it sounds like <laughs> yeah. I'm saying Popeyes in yeah. the chicken spot. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely eat Popeyes. But oh, okay. KLC, man, it's just the smell. I just can't. I don't know. I will eat it maybe once a year. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, and if I do get KFC, it's like maybe like wings or barbecue wings or something like that. Yeah. Or uh, maybe or one of them famous bowls. But other than that, I can't. I can't. PTSD, do it. bro. He's done <laughs> yeah. with the memories, man. For, for real, man. I feel you. Dog. <laughs> I feel you, dog. And also the lovely Jasmine joins us again. Sorry, I'm trying to do things very discreetly in my yeah, purse, I see, I see and it's to... not working out so well. Okay, okay. <laughs> so what's going on, girl? How you been? I've been good. This was a, I feel like it was a long week, but I'm good. Yeah. I get to rest on Sunday, there so that's always fun. You going to be out and about this weekend? Yes, I will be at Toyota Center for the Cody Johnson concert. Okay. Um, sign, come, 
you know, stop by the bull tent and mm, sign excited. up for meet and greets. You can oh, meet okay. Cody Johnson mm. and Gretchen Wilson if you want. Um, we'll be out there broadcasting live from three to seven. So okay. outside the Toyota Center? Yes. Okay. With Nick Russo. Okay. Okay. So if y'all wanna come be friends, I'll be outside. Okay. Yeah, maybe come <laughs> argue with Nick on why Lil Nas X song should be country. <laughs> <laughs> he was the first person that came up to he me was. like, he like that is not a country song. <laughs> he was the first person I ever had that debate with for sure. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. So we we got to get somebody from the Gems and Juice crew. Uh, one of our uh, Hive members, yeah. our, our street team, to come say hi to Jasmine at one of these events, man. Yeah. The Juicers. Yes. Jasmine be miserable at these country <laughs> events. I'm not miserable. <laughs> you know, I, I would be, so I'm just assuming you are, too. I saw I you was. at the rodeo. You had the fake smile on, but I could tell, like, you were tired as hell. Uh, this country music all day. That Toronto. was... Yeah, that was a couple of years ago. That's when yeah. I was on the promo team. That was a long day. Okay. I now, I don't seek out country music on my own, but I'm not opposed to it. Before I started radio, I hated country music. Like, I wouldn't even give it a chance. Mm-hmm. But now, because I'm, you, like, around it so often, I find myself, like, singing songs without realizing oh sometimes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, now, I hated country music, too. Like, now I respect it. Mm-hmm. Like, I respect what they do. But I still hate it. <laughs> I still can't get with it. It's st- everything sound the same. Yes. I, mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I just can't. I, I worked a couple events um, a couple years ago with the Bull. And um, I don't know. It's just weird seeing people so excited to see these people. Yeah. And I'm sitting here driving them to the event. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> Whatever. Just kind of, yeah. Like, you know, when you're not, when you don't know somebody a star, you treat them regular. Yes. So it's kind of, hey, what's <laughs> up, man? And then they talk a little bit. Yeah. And then afterwards, I'm like, let me check on their Instagram. They got like 20 million followers. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> I should have got a picture or something. Should've or I'll put on Facebook, like, have you heard of so-and-so, so-and-so? <laughs> They're like, yeah, you was driving them? That's hilarious, man. I'm like, damn, he was kind of cool. <laughs> I should have told him to um, let me know if you need a rap verse or something. I think most country stars could just walk around and not be noticed. Yeah. Whereas a rapper, even if you don't know who a rapper is, the way they carry themselves, carry themselves you yeah. know they somebody. With the chains on, with the cars and all that. Yeah. I know country People are rich too, and they probably yeah. got fancy cars and shit. I mean, but they be outside dressed in like of the jeans, yeah, and, outside of the huge yeah. country stars, I think a, a country star can walk around regular, and exactly. you won't even know it unless you a super fan of that person. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody from the uh, Gems and Juice Street team, go say hi to Jasmine at these events. Talk some hip hop, <laughs> maybe. Uh, talk about Chris Brown a little bit. Lighten up her day a little bit, <laughs> yeah, because she she be needed out there. Um, How was your week? Man, it was good. Uh, I'm tired today, though. I'm not I, even going to lie, I see man. you worked um, yeah. the game yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I heard be, the post game didn't end until like 1.30. The post game didn't end until like 1.30. Yeah. yeah. I left It's three that. hours oh, after okay. the game. Yeah. Gotcha. But um, it was still a late-ass game. I had to get up to go do my full-time job in the morning, and I had a morning meeting where I had to, like, you know, be active and say a bunch of stuff, and... It was just a messed up day. Today felt like a Monday, honestly. Really? It didn't feel like I, and my mind was just, I made some bad decisions as far as like, I went, tried to go to the gym last night too, because I felt like I needed to get that in. But I only got like three hours of sleep because of it. 
So mm-hmm. now it's felt super shitty this entire day, and I barely got shit done. So I'm tired right now, but I'll be yeah. good, man. The weekend's up now, so yeah, yeah about to get it in. <laughs> like get in, I mean sleep all weekend, but whatever. <laughs> so, 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 um, let us talk new releases first, um, and let's start with the biggest one this week. Um, Rick Rouse. Ross, Rouse himself. Rouse. Um, what's his actual name? Let me look up his government. Renzel. It's not, it's Renzel. not Renzel. It's whatever it's the not. opposite of Meek oh. Mill's name is. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Will, Meek Will, Mill is Robert William. Williams. Yeah, it's William Rick Roberts. Ross. Rick yeah. Ross is William Roberts. That is so Where the hell did he get Renzel from? Is that his middle name? No, that's just a. a, a Thing of Ross, I guess, or yeah. Rick. Rick Ross is a diff- completely different person, but y'all know yeah. that story. If yeah. You don't look it up. But um, yes, yeah. William, William Roberts, Roberts the Second, <laughs> aka Rick Ross, aka McMill. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> dropped his. I don't know how many albums DP is, and I'm too late he to got look it up. A lot. Yeah, actually, let me count. This is his studio albums. He got Port of Miami, yes. Trailer, Deeper Than Rap, Teflon Don, God Forgives I Don't. Masterminds, um, Hood Billionaire, Black Market. This is his tenth Rather album. Than you than me, Port of Miami. This is his tenth album, Port of Miami Two. And it's funny because me and Ficky had a, a debate. Actually, it wasn't a debate. We both agreed, but we don't know why he named this Port of Miami Two. It because made no Port sense. of Miami One was not his best album, mm-hmm. and it sounds terrible now. So <laughs> I don't know why, but he called this Port of Miami Two released it um you know we've been talking about this for a while he released a single of drake first gold roses as far as some other things that didn't get a whole lot of traction but it did release this past week and it has features from deja loaf uh gunplay who we hadn't heard from in a while but i like gunplay we only hear from him on ross yes <laughs> yeah because yeah nobody check up a gunplay like that i like him though uh meek mill nipsey hustle tiana taylor Young Jeezy, YFN Lucci, A Boogie with the Hoodie, John Legend and Lil Wayne, and Denzel Curry. So kind of chock full of features, but still, you know, typical Ross Fair. So, um, Figgy, I know you broke this record down. You Mm -hmm. heard it twice. So what were your thoughts about it? Um, Well, we talked about it earlier. Uh, I hate the title. I, I just don't get why naming it the title of the first album that wasn't really all that wasn't a classic to me mm-hmm. so i really didn't get that part um i don't want to call it lazy naming it that because i feel it was like, lazy man i feel like it's so easy to come up with a rap album name so like i just don't get where he was coming from with it he could have named it anything else it's not hard coming up with a rap net a rap album name do you think it's better or worse than trilla because uh, when they asked what Trilla meant, he said Trilla was like the hood thriller. Nah. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty worse? bad. Yes. That was pretty bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I didn't really like the name at all. Um, it, I mean, I'm, I'm going to stick to the name. To me, this is kind of like Kanye West making the um, um, college dropout, too. Right nah, now. nah, 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 I disagree. Right, it wouldn't make no sense right now for him to do that because it won't sound nothing like the first one. Okay, from that standpoint, I thought you were saying from the standpoint of it wasn't his best album and it didn't sound good today. I no, think no, no, no. I'm just saying, good. like, it, like right yeah. now, it won't make any sense if Kanye make 
decides to do a college dropout too. I get you. That makes because sense. it won't sound nothing the same. It made sense for Jay Z to do Blueprint too. Yeah. Because it was around the same time. Like right after. Yeah. But yeah, to me that don't make no sense. Um uh what else? Oh, but as far as the album, uh let me see. Let me, I, uh, hold on, let me see. Hold on. How was the Nipsey Shoot. verse? Oh, uh, so we started talking about the well. We could say that for later. The whole uh, um, the uh, fucking what am I? I'm blanking, man. What the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. The fucking Pusha T verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, but, but um, um, you want to go track by track, or how you want to break it down? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We could go track by track. Okay. So. Um, the opening track is "Act a Fool" featuring Wale. Uh, I thought this track was okay, man. I mean, I like Wale enough. I I, I have, I think you'll see, I kind of have similar sentiments for this whole album. I, I'll just get it out of the way first. I was anticipating this album, and I thought it was kind of disappointing, honestly. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of just standard, you know, going through the motions, Ross. Mm-hmm. But this song, to start off the album, I thought it was pretty hard. Act a fool, Wale. You know, I like Wale on features, me too. I can't listen to a whole Wale project, but I did like him on this verse. I like him featured on songs, so I liked it there. Yeah. Um, I like Act the Fool, too. I don't understand why he put that song first, because he released that. I think that was, like, one of the first songs he released. Yeah. So I really didn't understand why he... Like, I was anticipating, like, a dope intro. Not that he have a lot of dope intros. Usually it's, like, a little skit, but... I was I was a little disappointed that he put that one first, but uh, okay. it was cool. I I, I like that song. It was like a classic, um, a classic uh, deeper than rap. Um, what was the other song? Teflon Don. I think that was a classic Teflon Don type yes. of song. Okay. Um. Next up, Turnpike Ike. I admit, I don't even remember this song. <laughs> but what were your thoughts on this one, man? Um, it was cool. I liked it. Nothing stuck out to me, but it was a, it was a nice beat. Okay. Cool. Nobody's favorite featuring Gunplay. I like this song, man. Um, I like Gunplay on features too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but I was kind of a Gunplay <laughs> fan back in the day. Really? Like, I feel like I remember such, you telling us that. Yeah, he's like yeah. a goofy ass dude. For some reason, I just thought he was funny, mm-hmm. and his verses were like they weren't good, but they were entertaining. Yeah, you know, and he sounded good on Ross beats. Yeah, so I like him being like the Diddy or the background dude to Rick Ross. So I like him here. Uh, I'm not too hip to him. Like I don't listen to him. I just think his music out on my own. But I like that Ross. Um, he keeps in court. You know, he keeps yeah. at, putting him on tracks, putting him on his project. I mean, I don't know if he's still technically part of MMG, but I can appreciate that he still he still shows him love and stuff. Yeah, that's his boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it too. Like I said, um, it was good hearing Gunplay, but I'm not about to go try to find a Gunplay album yeah. or nothing like that. Of course, if it. He fit with Ross. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Nothing really special stuck out to that. I mean, yeah. to that song. Uh, Summer Rain. Um, Rain is spelled R-E-I-G-N, but it samples SWV's song, Rain, from the 90s. Yeah. Um, this is featuring Summer Walker. Um, this, I thought it was okay. I, I agree. A, I'm starting to feel a certain, like my parents felt now. 
with these samples, dog. <laughs> I never understood it until it started this generation yeah. where songs we grew up with are being sampled in newer hip hop songs. And I just can't help but think like, oh, I'd rather be listening to the SWV song, honestly. Yeah. The the beat was okay. I'm not mad at the beat, but just for some reason, that just irked me. The sample was, I don't want to say lazily used, but I felt like, I don't know. It, it was better than I, how it was used. I agree. I agree. I think all they do is just take the, they loop it and put some hi-hats yes. in it. And snares. So, so this it, sample or DJ Khaled and Scissors just us and um, no, it's not that bad. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's that bad. Nah. That just us is. I don't know what they did different to the beat. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this one I thought like, I agree it was alright, but um, I cringe a little bit too. Yeah, like at least back in the day. Yes. They did something way more creative with it, I guess. Yes. And then those songs would be big hits, too. I'm sure yeah. this song is just an album cut. Yeah. It'll never be released. I don't know if it's a single, but even if it was, it's not going to do numbers, man. It's not going to do what the original song did. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree yeah. 100% with you on that one. Um, the next song is White Lines featuring Dej Loaf, who. Are, are we calling Dej Loaf a one hit wonder officially? The culture I, loves Dej Dej Loaf, and I don't know if it's because I'm just not hip to her. I don't know like what she does other than the "Try Me" song, like you know the yeah. singles that she has. I don't know why she's like a a hip hop treasure. I'm not I sure think, either. I think because she looked good, <laughs> she kind of like like a tomboyish, sex, sexy kind of yeah. chick. But I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you calling her a one hit wonder. Because what else other songs she got? I'm surprised she's still around, honestly. I'm surprised she's still getting featured on Major. I guess it's because of her record deal. Yeah, but and, and she she kind of got a voice too. Uh, I don't think she's not talented. I think she's yeah, fine. Yeah, she got a distinct voice where it could work. Yeah, depending on who she working with, but she don't have another. To me, she don't have another standout song. Yeah. A Boogie with a Hoodie came and just stole her whole style and swag <laughs> yeah. and went way further than she did. I but, like A Boogie. Yeah, he was on his album too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, what'd you think about the song, Figgy? Um, I liked it a lot. I I, th- I think um, I like the beat a lot. But okay. um, like I said, nothing really, nothing really to break down in that yeah. song. Yeah, I'll be honest, I, I skipped this song, man. Really? Honestly, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the beat. I don't even know if I got to the Deja Loaf part, but I skipped it. I wasn't yeah. a fan of it. <laughs> um, next song, Big Time featuring Swizz Beats, produced by Jess Blaze. That explains why I like this song, because I don't like Swizz Beats production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was wondering why this beat seemed to hit so hard. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. Now it makes sense because I'm looking. Jess Blaze produced the song. Mm-hmm. Um, Swiss Beats was just doing ad libs and shit or whatever. Just yeah, yeah. But this, I like this song. Okay, man. Um, it wasn't just Blaze's best beat, but it was a fine. I, I, I'll be honest. At this point, I was starting to fall asleep on the album, mm. and this song kind of woke me up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so big time. I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I agree. I I like Big Time a lot too. I already heard it before. Yeah. So it really didn't shock me. So I kind of skipped that one, but I did like that one. Okay. I think Swiss need to stick to doing little stuff like yes, that. Yes, stop producing. <laughs> <laughs> I think Swiss Beast is the most overrated producer in the history of hip hop, man. Honestly. Really? I don't like even his old stuff. Like he had 
one good beat for like every five bad ones, and the bad ones were really bad to me, really? man. Yeah, I like his I like his early stuff. I like his early Jay Z stuff. It was kind of plain, yes. But I think them hopping on the beat made it a lot better. So like Locks, Jada Kiss, yeah, them rapping over it made it sound hard. Yeah, he had great rappers, but the beats themselves, you could tell he was taking like stock samples off a of Casio keyboard dog. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. It was yeah. So lazy. He, yeah, he definitely was using something some little machine. I'll never remember my dad had a keyboard and I was playing around with the samples and found a sample to one of the songs that he used. Really? Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't even like an expensive, super expensive that, keyboard yeah. dog. I'm mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I was wilding. <laughs> uh but next song is Bogus Charms featuring Meek Mill. Um, I like this song. I thought Meek came hard on it. Um, solid songs. Again, starting to pick me up on this album because I was falling asleep. I was like, uh. But this song was nice. I enjoyed it. Meek, Meek Mill's verse was good. Figure what you think, man. Um, I like the song a lot, too. I think Meek Mill got off on this record. Yeah. Uh, I feel like his content matured a lot since his release from jail. Oh, yeah. I think he spitting more wisdom in the songs than before instead of just because yeah. before a lot of people used to say all he do is yell talk about his rolly yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. but now he, I, he, I felt like he spitting way more knowledge i agree so um i kind of like that i agree um next song rich nigga lifestyle featuring nipsey hustle and tiana taylor um, I have a controversial thought on the song, probably. Mm -hmm. Number one, um, another going back to the sample thing. <laughs> uh Jay-Z sampled this song for Sweet off American Gangster, which is probably like my second or third favorite Jay-Z album. Wait, so what's what song is the sample? Or well, what? the the I don't know what the original song sample is from, but mm -hmm. I know Jay-Z sampled the song for or, or sample used a sample on yeah. the song Sweet off okay. American Gangster. But um, I can look up what the sample is real quick, Jay-Z. Sample. It sampled uh, the Love Family's Does Your Mama Know. I oh, yeah, know I know this. That is. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a cold sample. Yeah. But yeah. just I thought Jay-Z did it better. Yeah. I like the uh, uh, the Jay-Z song a lot better. But I'm trying to listen with a fair ear. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. I got to be honest about the Nipsey Hussle verse. I didn't think it was great. Mm. I think we we were going to appreciate these Nipsey Hussle verses a lot now because there's probably not a whole lot left unreleased. So everyone's going to feel kind of special. But I feel like if he was still alive, we would have called this kind of whack or kind of lazy. I don't think people would have been talking about it. Nah, not at all. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Um, but then the song was fine, but this started to get me down the album again because I was looking forward to the Nipsey verse and it just seemed kind of just dialed in, you know, going through the motions. Nipsey didn't really, you know, get off on it. Yeah. But then again, you know, he tried to match the uh, the laid back Rick Ross style and I, I get what they were going for, but I just wasn't a fan of it personally. Figure what you think, man. Um, I like the song a lot. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, to kind of piggyback off your point. I think I'm kind of the guilty person in this. Whenever I hear a, a Nipsey verse, mm -hmm. I kind of appreciate it more. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, he was really spitting some wisdom. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now it's like everything I hear from him now, yes. it's like, damn. Like, I probably wouldn't have thought that if he was still alive. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, wow, yeah, he really spitting this. But um, I thought it was cool. 
The only thing is, like, this is not towards Nipsey, but I'm tired of people. I think it's a little irritating people keep taking shots at Takashi 69. Uh, I think it's, I don't know. I just, I'm tired of it. Like, I don't see, I, like, to me, what's the payoff? That's saying he a snitch or or whatever. I, 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 I heard he dissed Takashi, but I don't think in the context of the song it was that bad. Yeah, no, not like I said, not Nipsey, but a lot of people keep throwing shots at Takashi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, snitch nigga like Tanashi. This is like, yeah. what's the payoff for it? Like, it what could, too, really... just be laziness of lyrics, and it's just easy to rhyme mm-hmm. with something, yeah. you know, yeah. certain things. Yeah, like, I don't, like, I, if he was out now, man, I feel like nobody would have said shit. Yeah. Because only a few rappers called him out on this shit. Like YG, I think Jay Prince Jr., all that yeah. shit. But now that he in jail and might not get out or might do a lot of time, I feel like everybody just going in on him. It's like, man, where was y'all at when he I, was out here talking shit? I agree, man. I agree. Um, and part of it is his fault because he was the one over here talking big shit. Yeah. yeah. But I do remember there was a thing with Scarface. He had a beef with, uh, who was it? Fuck, I'm blanking on names now. But he had beef with somebody, and they accused Scarface of snitching and having a deposition in court, snitching on somebody. Mm. I didn't hear any of this type of, you know, anybody calling him a snitch. Let me yeah. see who's beef. Now it's going to kill me if I don't bring it up. <laughs> yeah, you can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but this happened often with rappers, though, because that was the same thing with 50 Cent. Beef, it was Lil Troy. Who oh, didn't really? want to be a baller. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Hmm. He had a beef with Lil Troy. Lil Troy said he was a snitch over some... There's a whole... You can look it up on YouTube. Okay. But yeah, I, I didn't hear anybody in hip-hop calling out Scarface saying yeah. snitching is wrong or nothing like that. Yeah. But Takashi is a kid, you know, easy target. Niggas go at him to make them look hard. Yeah, yeah. because they did the It was the same thing with 50 Cent because Ja Rule and yes. Irv... Show the papers. Yes, the restraining and, order. Yeah, yeah, nobody said nothing mm-hmm. about that. I, mean, I don't know if it's because 50 was hot and he wasn't in jail or nothing like that, but nobody said nothing about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people still did songs with him. Exactly. So um, He's an easy target, so people just yeah, be I just, him. I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to defend him at all, but... Like it's to me, it, there's no purpose of throwing that bar in there. I agree. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, I guess kind of played out now. I don't yeah. think Nipsey did it here, but yeah. I think some rappers are. It's like it's kind of played some out. Some, pe- yeah, some people, yeah. It's just like, man, where was that energy when he was out? Exactly. <laughs> so I, I just kind of had a problem with that part. Next song was fascinated. I will admit, this is my favorite song on the album. <laughs> this is the song that reminded me I was actually listening to a Rick Ross project. Mm. You know, I felt like this was a vintage Rick Ross song. The way the beat builds up over the sample, the way Rick Ross just goes in on the verse, the way the fact that it has no features is just him. Mm-hmm. I felt almost, I felt a stirring in my soul when I heard this song. Did you get goosebumps? I did a little bit. Yeah. My favorite Rick Ross song of all time is Mafia Music. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just it's powerful, man. It feels like I'm yeah. in church. I'm not even religious like that, but I'd be feeling like I'm having <laughs> a spiritual moment when I hear that song. I kind of got that feeling off this song, man. This song was hard. Um, I kind of hate that it was so late in the album when I basically already decided that it was have average. Been the damn intro. Yes. <laughs> but I thought this song was super hard, man. Definitely my favorite off the album. 
Uh, Fig, what did you think, man? <laughs> I agree with you, man. We on the same page. I, <laughs> this was my favorite song off the album. Yes. Um, I like he he switched up his normal flow. He kind of had that Nipsey flow. I don't know if y'all peeped that, but he kind of had that that slow Nipsey flow. Okay. That drug gang and bang bang and this song, nigga. So and so, so and so, so and so, so and so, nigga. <laughs> he he kind of had that flow. I I like that. Like next time y'all go back, just peep it out. And, okay, that's a good mm-hmm. catch. I'm gonna check think, it out. Yeah, I I can hear a lot of Nipsey in it, but um, the beat was hard, man. That's that's all I got to say. That's all. Yeah. So I played that a couple some, yeah, times. Yeah, I ran that back uh, a few <laughs> times. That's gonna stay in the playlist. You know, you know, it's a good song when um you stop the song in the middle and run and it try back. To yes. run it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a problem when I listen to albums. I'm trying to get better. But when I hear a song I really like, it's hard for me to go past it. Yeah, me too. I just stick on that again. And I'm like, let me put on that new Rick Ross. I just me go too. straight to that song and then put something else on. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I played the hell out of that song, man. <laughs> Definitely my favorite song on the album. Um, it's good that we agree on that. Uh, I Still Pray was next, featuring YFN Lucci and Ball Greasy. How do y'all feel about YFN Lucci? Do y'all like him? I don't have an opinion on him, honestly. <laughs> I haven't heard enough from him. Yeah. Some of the stuff I heard from him, I really didn't care for. It, to me, to me, he don't really stand out, you know, among the other rappers in his lane. Like, I I can't tell him. I, can, I, I don't see a difference in him between somebody else that's kind of around there, around there, too. Yeah. Like a NBA young boy or whoever. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Just, I haven't heard enough same. from him. I don't really mm-hmm. have an opinion on him, honestly. I don't even remember what he did on the song. Yeah. Um, but this song was the more, I guess, personal, introspective Rick Ross song. He talked about his health complications, you know, being near death. Um, he talked he kind of opened up on a whole lot of things. I do have another sample bias here. <laughs> okay. Uh being from Houston, um, one of the biggest, uh, most recognizable DJ Screw songs is a song called I'm So Real. Uh, or, or so real originally by DJ DMD featuring DJ screw on it. He actually had a verse on that record. Oh, shit. Mm. and then the remix was made after his death, with like the entire screwed up click mm. um, coming through and rapping. One of the most classic Houston songs of all time used the same sample that this song used. Mm. And I'm not saying that samples are untouchable, but, but you being from Houston, yes. <laughs> you feel away. Yes, I yeah. can't hear when I hear that sample. I think screwed up click DJ Screw. Yeah. I can't think of Rick Ross on yeah. that. So <laughs> from the beginning, I was kind of biased on it. I was never gonna love it as much as I loved the DJ Screw song. That being said, I can't say it was bad. Just, mm, just personally, it it, it 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 wouldn't for me. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really care for the song either. Um, I didn't really care for the beat. But um, I kind of, I guess I it kind of grew on me after I heard Ross, you know, spitting his heart out a little bit. Yeah. Getting personal on it. So I kind of respect the song. I didn't like, I think YFN rapped second. I think, I think he was so, yeah. in the mm-hmm. auto-tune. I ain't like his verse at all. <laughs> like to the point, I, I, I almost skipped the whole song when his verse came on. But I stayed to at least hear the, um, I thought, Ross might have had the third verse or something, but mm-hmm. the other guy, Ball, Gre- Ball Greasy, had a yes. verse at the end. Um, I-, I never heard of him, but I thought his verse was cool. Okay, but I ain't, that's the song I I I ain't got to listen to again. Skip. 
Speaking of skips, the next song was called Running the Streets with A Boogie with the Hoodie and Denzel Curry. I skipped the song, man. I tried to listen to it a couple times. <laughs> I just wasn't a fan. And another another note real quick. Justice League produced um, Vegas Residency and Maybach Music 6. He needs to work more with them, man. Yeah. His best music when he was with he, when he was working with that team. They complement each other well. And they only had two tracks on this song, on this album they produced. Mm. I mean, I get that you evolve and want to work with other producers, but Rick Ross and they were made for each other, man. The Justice League beats and Rick Ross were made for each other. So that's a gripe I have with this album overall. What do you Mm. think about the song? Um, The um, Running the Streets. I I liked it. I liked it. It wasn't too bad. And I kind of like seeing Ross branch out a little bit working with younger artists. That's true. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, some people, I feel like he had a level where he don't have to. He could just stick to the Jay-Zs, the Andre 3000s, the people like that. But he do go off and branch off and work with a younger up-and-coming artist. So I, I kind of like that about it. But Now, do you think that that gives credence to what 50 Cent was saying about him? In that earlier interview we played yeah. last podcast, I think, so. I think about, he had a point. Yeah, yeah. he I just attached he, himself to younger artists. I think so. Yeah, he don't um, he don't do it as heavy, but yeah, I think Fifty did have a point because, like I said, he been he been in the game long enough where he don't have to. Mm-hmm. He got his own sound. Yeah, but he do um, he do attach himself to like younger artists. Yes, but the part I like about it is. It always sound like a Rick Ross song. Yeah. It don't sound like he on YFN Lucci song. I, I, the only thing I can really think I didn't like, and it sounded kind of forced, he was on Chief Keef's song, 300, mm. off his first album. Yeah. And that, that was just kind of a random feature. Like, Rick, Rick Ross wasn't old, old then, but it was like, you know, mm. Chief Keef was super young back then. And Rick mm. Ross on that record, even though it wasn't a bad verse, it was just kind of out of place to me. Mm. He's do, been doing that for a while. Do y'all feel like he attaches himself to young artists, or do y'all feel like he's just an OG in the game that appreciates the younger artists and doesn't mind giving them those features more so than anything, or mind putting them on his projects as more so as a, a like mentor more so than he's attaching himself to what they got going on? I have to say, based off that previous interview, I believe that. He, I don't think he sees himself in a mentor role because he was saying, you know, I'm hot right now. Like, are you really hot right now, Rick Ross? <laughs> like, you make good music, you have great albums, but are you hot, hot right now? Are you hot like that? The only reason he would be hot is if he's attaching himself to the younger acts. And I think part of that is, hey, I'll put you on your album, you put me on your album. And wasn't he on Lil Pump's album too? I believe so. I can mm. I can remember see, that. I can see him saying he's hot right now too, in a sense of him um, feeling like he is. Well, he is the the owner of MMG, so I can see him saying that in a sense of like MMG is hot right now, as far yeah. as while as far as Meek Mill and stuff like that. So he's I can see him attaching himself to that. Like I'm hot right now because that I made that and yeah. they hot right now. But yeah Meek Mill's hot Rick in Ross spite on of his song. Ross, but yeah 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 and and too I think um as far as him attaching himself I, I don't like I said I I think he'll be just fine without doing music with the younger artists I think he can still put out a good album without I agree. YFN Lucci but 
he, he wants to be seen it. as relevant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So just, he don't overdo it because yeah. you got some people that overdo it where, like, we talked about the Chance album. Mm-hmm. Like, some of those features didn't make no sense. Yes. So, like, some of that stuff, he, he not doing that, but he do put on a boogie with the hoodie or... Mm-hmm. YFN Lucci and it makes sense it's, it's some of the stuff don't sound forced yeah so I, you know I don't want to sit here and say he just piggybacking off of everybody but yeah. he do you know put a couple people in that's hot right now or that's up and coming or something like that I think he's been on features that don't make sense too I mm-hmm. want to say and I'm not 100% sure but I'm pretty sure he was on Lil Pump's album and that was he a weird ju- he probably just got the bag for real I mean, he probably had the money. Yeah, he was on Lil Pump's album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably like, hey, I charged a hundred thousand. Right. I don't and know. And he just took it. <laughs> That's just. It, it seems more of like Lil Pump was really high at the time, and Rick Ross wanted to keep his going back to what Fifty Cent said, keep himself relevant. I think it that's important be. for Rick Ross to remain relevant. Yeah. You know, but I do agree he doesn't need that. And I think he'll be respected and appreciated if he didn't do that regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to the album. Next song, um, one of the two songs produced by the Justice League, Vegas Residency. Um, I thought the song was okay. Not one of the Justice League's better beats, but you know, especially considering that it came before Make That Music 6, which we're all waiting to get to at this point. <laughs> but um, I, I thought it was fine. You know, good way to wind down the album and close out. I really didn't have any strong feelings for it personally. But what you think, Figgy? Um, I like the song. That was my second favorite song on the okay. album. Um, he addressed Kanye on there. He mentioned the MAGA hat. Mm-hmm. I ain't really dig deep into the lyrics on, you know, what he meant. By it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, I thought that was interesting. He mentioned that. I, I'm not sure if it was like a diss towards him. It seemed like it was more of a, um, we rapped together back in the day. Now you wearing MAGA hats or something like that. It, it seemed like it Should wasn't. I want to look it up. Huh? <laughs> now yeah. I got to look it up. Yeah, I meant to look it up a little earlier, but. Okay, um, uh, he starts off the song saying, yo, watching Kanye interview, feel like I want to cry. Every innocent brother charged with a homicide went from battle raps to now we wearing MAGA hats. Dade County nigga mansions up in Tamarack. Um, never golfing with the Trumps. I give you my word. Um, then he talked about cocaine and shit after that. Mm. Um, I mean, here's the thing. Number one, uh, I think Rick Ross has gone down a more conscious route with this album, mm-hmm. considering the backlash for stuff he said in the past. He got he, personal on this yeah, album. He said, I'd never rape a girl, remember, on this album as well. Mm. Going back to the controversy he had on the uh, You Ain't Even Know remix. Yeah. Put um, Molly all in her drink. drink. She, she ain't even know. I have fun with that. She ain't even know. He got called out back then. He lost in Adidas deal, I think, off yeah, of that. Reba, and that's like before that, yeah. the woke culture. That was before the, um, what, what you got? Me Too movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He also had the uh, the lyric, Trayvon Martin, I'm never missing my target. Yeah, I remember He got that. flack for that, too. Yeah. yeah. Now, all of a sudden, with this album, he seems politically conscious yeah. Talking, you know, anti MAGA hats and not golfing with Trump and not raping women. It seems like he's just rolling back previous errors to me. I don't know if it's genuine or not, mm-hmm. but I think he's been famously ignorant of these things in the past and now he's trying to look better for the album. Yeah. I like to think that it's not, I like to think it's conscious, like he's trying to purposely for the simple fact, not even just 
for his own sake, but the time that we in right now, it's not. It's you. He needs to watch everything that he says and yeah. and be aware of every. You know all the moves that he making. Rather he like speak up on the you know on the meek end or not. Like how meek is you know prison reform all that. But he definitely I think he's just trying to be smart in himself. Like he just knows the power that he has, and I would imagine um, the platform that he has. He doesn't want to speak ignorantly when we already have an ignorant president. That's true. So yeah, and then on top of that, piggyback off of that, like look at Meek Mill. Meek Mill, he's still doing his music, but he more self aware now. Mm-hmm. He kind of—I I don't want to call him woke. Yeah, but he kind of in that Jay Z conversation. So maybe Ross trying to get in that little conversation too. Mm-hmm. It could be. Um, and like I said, it could be genuine. I don't know him. Yeah, because he mentioned. I think somewhere in this album, he mentioned about um. I guess buying neighborhoods or something. Yeah, yeah, buying back the block. Yeah. You mentioned that in the first, the one with Chris Rock narrating. I can't remember what it was called. The album. He talked um, about that a lot. You than me. Yeah, he yeah. talked yeah. about that a lot in that on that album too. Yeah, so he he yeah, I can see him kind of stepping in that Jay Z lane a little bit, mm-hmm. not going full blown suit and tie, but I can see him, you know, trying to. Getting that grown conscious. man role. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And it's about time for him, too. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that song. I enjoyed it. But next up was the main event. Yeah. <laughs> Maybach Music 6 featuring John Legend and Lil Wayne. <laughs> Asterisk. Pusha T as well. We found <laughs> out later than later in the day. Yeah. So this song released, you know, he's done a Maybach Music for almost every album he's dropped. Produced by the Justice League, uh, featuring John Legend. I think he's been on most of them too. Um, it, I, the song, the beat itself was fine. It wasn't my favorite Maybach music, but it wasn't the worst. Yeah. Um, I thought Lil Wayne's verse was good. Okay. Solid song overall. Um, but later in the day, the Pusha <laughs> T verse. Well, first off, let, let's talk. Well, let's it, save that for a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the original song as it exists right now on the album. Okay. Figgy, what were your thoughts on it? Man? Um. It was okay. I was a little disappointed because, um, you know, going back on the history of Maybach music, the I guess the little series, the song series, mm-hmm. you always get a couple artists on there. Like, you get three or four artists, maybe. Not that many. I can't remember, but, you know, I, I like Ross' verse. Wayne, this was probably Wayne's best verse in a long time. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the production on it. But I felt like it was missing somebody else. Like not it, it ain't had to be Pusha T. Yes. But I felt like it should have been one more person on there. And it was. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know who. Like like I said, Pusha T ain't had to be on it. Mm-hmm. I think he should have had. It shouldn't have been just him and Wayne. I think it should have been somebody else. Uh, that extra third verse. Uh, somebody else on there. I just remember Deja Loaf was on Maybach Music Five. On his last album. I forgot all about really? that. I can't even remember what was on Maybach 5. Uh, Who was all on there? Dej Loaf, Rick Ross, and Cat Raquel. I don't even know who that is. Wow. I guess him and Dej Loaf been cool for a while then. Mm. But, yeah. um, so yeah, I, I I agree. The song felt like it was missing something. Yeah. I mean, need another verse. Yeah, I was mad when the end. I'm like, that's it. Yeah, that was kind of like a short movie where you kind of like, what? Yeah, 
if yeah, I was hoping <laughs> I was hoping Pusha T verse was on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, if it was somebody else on there, I would have been perfectly fine. But I don't know, just him and Wayne and John Legend. It it, it, it did feel like it was missing something, Mm -hmm. but overall, in context of the album, I thought it was a fine song. Yeah. Um. So, let's get into the drama. (laughs) So later that day, I think uh, the Friday where it officially released, um, the leaked version of the Pusha T verse came out. Now, Pusha T is saying he didn't... Well, his people are saying... They didn't, he, have, they didn't have anything to do with the verse being pulled off the song. Um, I don't know how... I'm guessing his team probably leaked it because I can't think of anybody else who would have the access and who would do it. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, why? Yes. Yeah. But it did leak out. Um, there were subliminals, you know, pretty heavy subliminals at Drake, at the whole uh, Whitney Houston fiasco over using that picture for his uh, cover art. Um, a lot of things. It was a good verse. Honestly, it'll probably yeah. be the best verse on a song if it was on there to me. Yeah. Um, but it's not on the album. Uh, but what did you think about the verse itself, Figgy? I, I liked it, man. I thought the verse was fire. Okay. And um uh, Pusha T don't really give us bad verses. Mm-hmm. But um he he was going in, man. He was I I would have loved to uh love this verse to, <laughs> yes. to come out. And just a quote for people who haven't heard it, it's kind of hard to find now because it keeps getting taken down because of copyright notices. Uh. Pusha T said, a hell of a year, true colors exposed, crowns on these clowns like you colored they nose. We talking skill set or popularity goals. When you speak truth to power, your popularity grows. Um, he also did uh, some other shots in here, uh, you know, talk typical cocaine talk, but it was hard, man. Yeah. It was hard. Um, where's the Whitney Houston part? Uh, I can't even find it right now, but whatever. Um, good verse. I really enjoyed it. I thought it would it needed to be released. I'm because, glad it was released. Yeah. Man. Do you think that it should have been released together? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, then that should have been the verse that y'all that y'all are saying it's missing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would have been okay with that verse being on there. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But to me, overall, like I know that verse wasn't gonna make it on there, especially with. Ross and um, Drake's um, relationship. Yes. So I, I don't care what Ross say. I don't care if he say, oh, Drake was cool with it. He cleared all his other stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that would have messed. That, that would have started some shit. Yeah. Because he was talking. He was <laughs> talking a little reckless on there. This like, would have been per- the perfect conf- uh, like finishing touch to the, to the Drake and uh, Pusha T beat to me. It would have, honestly. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like putting a bow over the entire thing and now yeah. it's done. Yeah. yeah. Um, it kind of sucks that it had to leak out in whack quality. Yeah. But it is what it is. At least we heard it. Yeah. And yeah. I thought it needed to be on the album itself. But yeah, I, I understand I why it wasn't. Yeah. So, conspiracy time, real Uh-oh. quick. <laughs> Who do y'all think made the call to have this uh, verse removed? Do you think Rick Ross did it? Do you think somebody in the Cash Money clique did it? Lil Wayne's people or one of Drake's people? I can see one of Drake's people. Okay. I didn't think that far in advance until you just asked us this question, but I could see Drake's people being um, the people that reached out and Drake, and especially Drake and Ross's relationship. Of course, he's going to honor what's being requested. For background also, um, we talked about on the last podcast, Pusha T and Lil Wayne did not know uh, they would both be on this song, mm. personally. 
So and, uh, Rick Ross did allude to the fact that the song was cleared, but he wouldn't put them put the song out in his complete version unless it was good with everybody. Mm. And apparently it wasn't because Pusha T's verse was removed and Pusha T said he didn't do it. Mm. So conspiracy time figure. Who do you think made the call? Oh, um, like the popular answer would probably be Drake. Yeah. In this camp. But um, I want to I, I want to say Cash Money and Lil Wayne because okay. they didn't like, they really didn't get along with Pusha T either, or at least Lil Wayne didn't. Or That's true. They had problems, which was weird because Clips had a song with Birdman. Yes. So, like, I don't understand where that. The beef originally started, I think, around the Mr. Me Too yeah. time. Because I want to say in some interview, and y'all can look up the history. This goes back like fucking 10 years. <laughs> but basically, uh, Lil Wayne dissed clips in an interview and said they he he's the one who made Bathe and Bay, Ape. Yeah, Bay, yeah, yeah, yeah popular. Up. Then Mr. Me Too came out, and that was like a Lil Wayne diss. Mm-hmm. And then the beef been brewing ever since then. But before that, you know, I think they were all cool together. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if like Wayne and Cash Money put a stop to that at last minute. No, I wouldn't be surprised too. Mm-hmm. I think that might've been the case. Yeah. I yeah. could see Drake doing it for the simple fact that people aren't talking about that beef anymore. That too. So leave it alone while he's still hot, you know, still on top right now. I mean, it's Drake, but you know, yeah. ain't nobody talking about that right now. Drake so. calls himself the petty King. I 100% <laughs> he believe himself that. that he, or did. Did we, yeah. he did. He called himself the Petty King on uh, uh, one of those two tracks released after the Toronto Raptors won the championship. Oh, and those were my favorites. I think it was so. uh, Money in the Grave, maybe, but I could be wrong. I, I think it was Omerta, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, I 100% believe that since Drake and Rick Ross have such a great working relationship, Drake probably called him and was like, nah, man. That's you know, a no. I don't think he had a problem with Rick Ross working with Pusha T. Remember, Rick Ross was on Pusha T's album. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think he has a problem with them having a working relationship too, but you can't have a little. I think Drake made the call and said you can't have a verse dissing me. Yeah. On an album where you featured me as well. So I think Jack might have did it too. I wouldn't be surprised if it was more of a Jay Prince thing too. You think you he gotta made check the call? with Jay Prince? <laughs> yeah, I think mm. it was kind of like. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Drake was like, "Oh, you gotta check with Big Homie." No, 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 William. No, you you know we already got out the pig pen. I don't know why you trying to put the slop on us. (laughs) 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 Who knows, man? Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, like I said, probably Drake. Probably. I mean, if 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 I was Rick Ross, I probably would have did the same thing. Yeah, because I'd rather keep a relationship with Drake. Then push a t- um, then push a T. That's true. It makes sense for him. I mean, it would have it would have been the highlight of the week. Yeah, to have all of their verses on there. But I'd rather keep if we said how Rick Ross really is, kind of latching on to whoever's hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. he better off latching on to Drake, keeping that relationship good. That's true. And uh, going back to how the album is sequenced. This song comes right before. We're not going to talk about the last track, Gold Roses. We already we talked about played, that song. We heard that song. Yeah. So, um, but the way the album is sequenced, it would have been extra awkward if the last verse on that song was Pusha T <laughs> and then you go right into the Drake song. Yeah. yeah. So, in that case, I see why, 
you know, maybe and maybe Rick Ross did it himself. That's possible. He's yeah. he made the call and said, Hey, I'm not gonna do him like that. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? But um, so let's give an overall rating of this album. Uh, Figgy, what, what, what would you give this out of ten if you had to pick a number? Out of ten, I um, I think it's an average um Ross album. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing to me. It sounds no different than his last album. So I, I I would probably give it like a six or a seven. You know, it's not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, wow, this is the album of the year. It's a typical Ross album to me. Okay. Yeah. But um, like I said, nothing on there is whack. It just, it's, it's a typical <laughs> Ross album. I just realized we skipped a song. And I skipped it for a reason, maybe, subconsciously. The really? Jeezy feature. Oh, yeah. We I, didn't yeah. talk about that. I meant to get, yeah, I meant to get. My bad. Born to Kill. Let, let, let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Born to Kill. Um, I didn't like this song. Really? Um, I did not like this song. I <laughs> thought Jeezy sounded super washed up. I thought the beat. Okay. The reason why I thought this song was so whack was because the first song they did together was War Ready. <laughs> off of, I want to say, Rather You Than Me. Mm-hmm. Or whatever that album was called. Um, no, nah, it wasn't that I, one. It was another God one. God forgives. I don't. Yeah, God forgives. I don't. Yeah. That song was hard, super hard. Jeezy mm-hmm. may have may have had the verse of his career on that song. <laughs> yeah. He killed that beat. And this being the follow up to that, I I felt like just two old rappers. <laughs> yeah, past their prime. Yeah, it's kind of like watching a, a new Indiana Jones or something with Mm-mm. fucking old ass Harrison Ford. It don't <laughs> hit the same, man. Yeah, and, and this one felt like just it was meh. It, it, the <laughs> the first Jeezy and Rick Ross pairing was epic because they had beef before that. Yeah, you know. So when you saw them on a track together and it seemed like they were going back and forth a little bit, yeah, that was dope. But this one, mm, it seemed so forced. Much. <laughs> I didn't like it. What did yeah. you think, man? I thought it was okay. I enjoyed it. But um it kind of made me think what would uh um Rick Ross and Jeezy collab album would sound like. Uh, I th- in twenty nineteen, eh, I'm good it, on that. <laughs> I think it would be kinda alright though. If Ross produce it. Yeah. I think it'd be all right. I I would like to hear them two together because I think them two are somewhat similar. They they got the same content, but Ross is a little more laid back and Jeezy a little more trappish. Yeah. So I would like to see I would love to see them two, you know, do an album together. Yeah. That's why I can't that's what I thought about when I heard this song. Okay. If Jeezy came on that album like he did here, I'm good on that. Yeah. Uh Jeezy did mention I think his next album's gonna be his last one. Yeah. Um I felt bad until I heard this song. Really? And now I'm like, okay, you could hang it up, man. Nah. Like we, we got enough th- classics out of Jeezy. Yeah, I think his last album wasn't all that. Yeah. Jeezy last album. So uh yeah, I mean I'm a f i am like Jeezy. I liked his work in the past, but this one, it wasn't it to me. So going back to the entire overall album rating, I would probably give this a seven. Mm-hmm. The reason why I would be so low is because I hold Rick Ross to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his previous projects were way better. Um, and really, there was only one real standout song to me on this album. People didn't. I, I think Rather You Than Me, which I think got a little bit criticized in some spaces. I thought that album was way better than this one, too. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this one just seemed like a going through the motions Rick Ross album. Didn't nothing really stood out except for Fascinated, which I'll keep on replay for a while. Yeah, that's the only song that reminded me of like the vintage Rick Ross. Yeah, everything else is just I, I will forget it ever even happened by next week, probably. Yeah, I won't go back to a lot of this album, so I'll give it a seven overall. Plus, I was thinking about this too. It's been a pretty good year for hip hop, man. It had, man. Um, yeah. I think the last time Rick Ross dropped, it was kind of like in a drought of you know, the real hip hop shit. Yeah. So when it dropped, I think I appreciated that style of rap more, but we have Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib drop this year. Mm-hmm. So I guess my real hip hop shit has been satisfied by that. Yeah. So when this came out, I just thought it was kind of nah. Mm. but maybe if it were just drowned out by auto tune rap and the quote unquote mumble rap, I would have been like finally yeah, a breath of something. fresh air. <laughs> yeah. But it's been a good year for hip hop, man. A lot of good projects have dropped. Oh, so I don't, I don't think, I don't know. It, it just didn't hit the same. It was just <laughs> kind of lackluster to me, but yeah, y'all can decide for yourselves. And if y'all have any opinions, let the podcast know. We love to break it down with y'all. Yeah, and the seven is pretty good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's not bad. It is. It's not a bad album. It's yeah. not a bad album at all. But it's just like it's a, a typical Ross yes. album. Yes, and I think I mean I think it's a couple more albums better than that one. Yes, like I, I agree with you. Rather you than me. I I thought that was a little better. Yes, I like Black Market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Black Market has some hits on there. Hood Billionaire. I can't remember what was on there. I don't remember there. that either. That might have been like a mixtape ish. Was that an album? I don't remember, I don't remember that. Anything off I, th- that. I forgot what. Yeah. But um, yeah, Masterminds, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, me too. God forgives I don't. He has some good shit on yeah, there. Slow that album. Yeah. So um, this one, he ain't had a Jay Z, the Epic yeah. Jay Z verse or the, the Andre 3000 verse. Or this is like probably that. his blueprint too. Blueprint 2, people talk about it like it was just an awful album. It wasn't good, but it has some good songs on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's similar to this. I think this would be at the bottom of his discography, you know, quality-wise. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about that album, man? Port of Miami and Port of Miami 2 might be his worst albums. (laughs) Ah. But they're still good. Like the producers on that first album... Cool and Dre, ah, the ah. runners who always make that <laughs> yeah. before the before runners. song. Yeah, the runners, Akon. So I, I like Akon, man. I ain't fronting on Akon. So, no, when you hear a song, Convict, Con. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is straight 2000s. Oh man, the, Jazzy Faye. Oh, I hate Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye, Jazzy Faye. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Jazzy Faye reminds me of E40. He kind of does. He kind of do, yeah. Yeah, kind of cheesy, corny a little bit. But, um, yeah, Mario Winans produced a song on there. He had a song with Mario Winans. (laughs) So, like, like, that didn't age well. It really bothered me he named it Port of Miami, too, man. Well, I was reading up on it, and um, he mentioned that he named it that, and which could be bullshit, of course. But he said it he wanted to just go back to the foundation, but which he started, which was they part of Miami. They all say that. <laughs> so. They all and, say and then that. Did the, um, did the album came out? Um, it came out today. Was it the anniversary of? I doubt it. I doubt it had because any I significance. It, okay, I thought it was. I thought that's the reason he was naming it. I know this year was like the 10-year anniversary. 
Was it something like that? Yeah. Port Port wait, Port of Miami came out two thousand six. Let me look it up. Yeah. I don't think so, it was yeah. an anniversary, man. I just think like you know, Jasmine said they always. Oh yeah, say that. it, it was released August eighth. It was okay. So yeah, but okay. I just it, to me it had no similarity. Yeah, like this album and that album, like it'd be to me. I would get it if he tried to do a uh, deeper than rap too, mm-hmm. or a Teflon Don too, or God, or at least God forgives I don't too, something like that. But yeah, to me this just. It wasn't even a good album, so I don't understand making no, a part two to it. I think the if people are going to make a sequel album, make it like a concept album that goes back to those songs, maybe. Mm. Maybe make something that relates to... Or like if you had a story, a song or yeah, something. Yeah, if you had a storytelling, like if, if Jay-Z made Reasonable Doubt 2, he could do that song with Myth Bleak, but like if they're grown up now, like years later, do a concept to it. Don't just name it yeah. Port of Miami two. It and it have nothing, nothing to, to do with Port of Miami one. Exactly. It's just lazy to me, man. But yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, like I said, like <laughs> J- like I get it if Jay like Jay Z got some classic albums. Yeah. So it's understandable if he want to do a reasonable doubt too. Or, you know, even look at Raekwon. He tried to do the built for Cuban yes, links too. Yes, that was awful. It it was bad, but at least had us hype because we like the first one. This one, I, I don't know nobody who said, oh, yeah, Port of Miami, that's a classic. Man. Yes. That's a classic Ross album. So, I don't know. That, Bill O'Brien likes it a lot because it has hustling on it. His favorite uh, Ross song. That's his favorite song? <laughs> yes. Are you serious? Oh, you know, y'all never saw Hard Knocks with the Houston Texans? <laughs> I ain't watch it. I just <gasps> seen a couple clips from it. Rick, Bill O'Brien said he loves that song, Hustling by Rick Ross. <laughs> That's his favorite rap song, I think, because they played it a whole lot during training camp. They was on uh, Hard Knocks, what, 2000? What? Uh, shoot, I can't remember. Because the hustling came out 2006. No, no, it, the song was old as hell. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, that's how you know the somebody don't know was, no yeah, rap, exactly. man. Exactly. They name a song that old. Yeah, he, <laughs> because he, that was probably what it was like 2012. It was on Hard Knocks. <laughs> <laughs> that was six years old. Yeah, it's been a while. That and like I said, that song is cool, but that song, honestly, that was probably the only song they that, were on Hard Knocks in 2015. Oh, that, that's yeah. even worse. That's yeah. 10 years old. Damn near 10 years. Yeah. And that song, that's probably the one song that kind of aged well on yes. that album. And to me, it still don't really sound. We got to make a mixtape for Bill O'Brien. We should. Get him up to speed on some newer shit he can he can play and not, we I should. guess, feel ashamed. I, w- <laughs> I would like to have him on the show, man. I would mind having him on just to talk <laughs> shit. To talk. Yeah. To chat. Yeah, like, uh, bro, like hilarious. I know everybody wants you to talk football and all this shit. What will we, we have not to take, say to Bill We're not talking no sports. What will, what will we say to Bill O'Brien? Hey, we could just, come on, dog. Hey, we could just run down this. We could we could go down this rundown. You think? Hey, Bill, what you think? You like Megan Thee Stallion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't come know on, what she man. looked like? Let, <laughs> here's this picture. video of her at the show. <laughs> Do you oh, know what man. a hot girl summer is? Yes. The next day we all get fired and say we can't put the podcast out. <laughs> <laughs> <Texas>. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Let's go to to something we've all heard and all anticipated until it came out, maybe. <laughs> uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj um, teased a song. They first were on IG Live uh, a week ago or so. 
Then the announcement came that they were dropping a song called Hot Girl Summer. We've talked about the Hot Girl Summer, quote unquote, on this podcast before. Uh, they capitalized off it, and Megan Thee Stallion officially made a song called Hot Girl Summer featuring Ty Dolla Sign as well on the hook. So, Jasmine, since you are a willing participant in the Hot Girl Summer of 2019, okay. <laughs> what did you think about this song? Um, I was very underwhelmed. But I do appreciate them being on the track together. I, the live was totally a PR stunt. We were absolutely right about the fact that that was not an organic live. Um, but <laughs> I um, I don't know. I have to listen to it again. Maybe it'll grow on me. I think it's very popish, the beat. I think Megan raps extremely hard for the beat that she's on. Like yeah. Ty Dolla Sign came and like tried to soften it out a little bit. But... I don't know. I, 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 I'm a fan of them collabing together, but this is, I'm not going to lie and say this song is good because I don't like it right now. Like, I, I don't. Um, I, I like how they tied in uh, City Girls. Yeah. The real, I like that aspect of the beat, but I don't know. It just It's going to have to grow on me a little bit because um, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but it, this isn't it. Do y'all think it's kind of lazy to sample a song that's still hot right now? Yes. I yes. can I, yes. I yes and no yes yes but because of this purpose I understand why because that song is what other than Megan the Stallion that song is is the theme of the Hot Girl Summer like that's the theme song of Hot Girl Summer other than Megan's song so I don't think in this particular instance it is because it it makes sense Okay Fair enough yeah. I think it just confuses it I think because, it's super lazy man yes. Because not only that But Ty Dolla Sign's Pretty much sound the hook Yes In a different way though it's, It, it sounds good but I don't know man Like I already feel a way About people sampling shit That I grew up to So SWV Yes I feel like that's a little too soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? People sampling shit That Jay Z had That we only know Jay Z to have To me that's a little too soon So Man, like the song just came out yesterday. <laughs> and, it, and it's like they redoing it. The couple is a not even barely a year old. Yeah. But Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about the whole song, Figgy? Um, I thought it was all right. I thought it was cool. I, I liked it. I think Ty, Ty Dolla Sign saved the song because um I don't know, he just moved everything out. And I'm I'm starting to become a Ty Dolla Sign fan a little bit. Okay. That's somebody I ain't really care for for yeah. some reason, but I'm starting to become a fan. I, I kind of understand them now. Okay. But you, um, you the production. Huh? Your girl Jules thinking he's a the new the age Nate dog. dog. I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> but um, the production was good. Uh, it sounded more like a Megan song than... Um, um, it sounded more like a Megan song and Nicki just hopped on it. Yeah. Like, hey, let, let me just get that last verse type thing. But uh, it was good to hear Nikki with another female that was actually rapping. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think. I never really heard Nikki with another female rapper that was really organic. Mm -hmm. We heard her on the song with um, Lil' Kim, but, you know, they wasn't, that wasn't really organic. They was kind of going at each other a little bit. But, um, yeah, I thought that, I thought that was cool. It was a little weird hearing Nikki rap about what she rapped about. Because usually she rap about, you know, I'm the queen, I'm the best, mm. that type of thing. But seemed like she uh, she kind of got a little, I ain't going to say she got ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I, I I mean, we had this debate before. 
I feel like Nicki not that really ratchet in her lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She more of a boss bitch, queen, shit. I'm the best female in this shit type But we thing. also talked about with the Chance record, she can switch it up a little bit considering yeah, the content def- of the song. Yeah, so. she could definitely switch it up, but yeah. it just sound a little weird her, you know, having a hot girl type of vibe. Yeah. So it's kind of like, dang, like you talking about this, you, you was talking about queen shit. Now you talking mm-hmm. about <laughs> She's going back to the ratchet shit now. Yeah, yeah So that was To me that was a little weird I felt like she You know Trying to fit in a little bit But um, I don't know I don't know if it's She too old for it I don't want to say She way too old To be talking about that shit But For some reason It didn't fit it, She sound good Don't get me wrong But To me it kind of didn't fit Yeah But um, I still enjoyed it uh, And my, my I guess my little hot take is I wouldn't be surprised if this song flop. Mm. Mm. Like, I think it's a good song. I felt like they probably banking on it. I think Nicki banking on it. Mm. But I wouldn't be surprised if it don't get the push it should. If it kind of just fall down flat. Because if you look at it, you know, Nicki got her problems with Cardi. The this, the song they pretty much sampled mm. is through QC. Yes. So you got Nicki Minaj on the on a song that's sampling a QC artist, which mm-hmm. is City Girls. So, are they really going to push that song? Yep. QC got a lot of pull. That's true. Yeah. So but then are, they wouldn't have even cleared it if it was going to be a problem. Yeah. So, who knows, man? Yeah. I, I know Megan Meg cool with everybody, but I just don't see everybody pushing that song because Nicki kind of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah. And so I I can see I can see the song going for a little bit, but I can see that song flopping a lot. Do you yeah. think it would have done better if she got Cardi B instead? I think so. I think so. Okay. I, without a doubt, Cardi is one of the hottest females. Um, I ain't even gonna say rap, but just kind of superstar type a person right now. Okay. So I think it would have worked out perfect if it was Cardi B. I think it would be good with. Um, Megan and City Girls. Honestly. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think Megan. Um, I think Megan is just a positive person, and I think that she like more so than anything wants to help Nikki. Like, of course, she like Megan is going around tour, like going around the world, like looking linking up with all bad, you know, female artists. Period. So mm-hmm. I think that Megan more so like. Not it. Of course, it's an honor for her to collab and work with Nikki as at the same time. But I think also she knows what this does for Nikki too. Like I think yeah. Megan is absolutely aware that Nikki does not really work well with other women. So I think this is, um, you know, one of Megan's things. Like she likes to help other women. So I think that this this is something for her too. Like just more so trying to get Nikki back out there, you know, get Nikki back on good terms with certain people and more, you know, and fans too, other than her own fans. Okay. But do you think that Megan Thee Stallion, even indirectly, has ended up choosing a side in this Nicki Minaj and Cardi B beef? I would like to think not, but I haven't heard, I don't know that I've heard much from Cardi about Megan. Yeah. Ever. So, and I, I, and that, that don't mean she hasn't said anything, but I haven't heard any, I haven't heard her say like, you know, I haven't heard her say anything about Megan. And I don't mm-hmm. think that I've ever heard Megan say anything about Cardi either. Interesting. It's, yeah. 
That's that's what I'm saying. I was surprised that um, they sampled the City Girls mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. and Nicki got on it. I think Nicki a little past it though. I think she kind of woke up a little bit mm-hmm. and I, realized that she needed to fit in with this current hip female hip hop shit. I agree because it's popping right now. Yeah, and I, if she was so, if she was more laid back and more accepting, I think Nicki would still be that person. I think I, so too. Yeah, I think she'd still sell her records and collabing with everybody. I think she would have fit in perfect, but. I think now she's like, oh, I need to let me try to <laughs> let me try to hatch on Megan mm-hmm. for a song or something. Because it could have been false, but a, a while back, do y'all not remember when Megan like first first started getting her buzz, and then apparently like somebody from Nikki, what are they called, the Barb's, they mm-hmm. screenshotted it, and Nikki apparently, I don't know if it was real or not, but she had said something about Megan like, ain't no girl from Texas coming for me or yeah. something like that. I saw that. I'm wondering if that was fake. Now, that might have been fake. Yeah, yeah, I think it might have been fake. I think. Yeah, I, I think, never saw that ever again. I think, yeah. I think Nikki Barbies might have made that up. Made that shit up. Yeah. But I do think it's interesting, like um, that that you, we haven't heard or seen anything from Nick from Megan and uh, Cardi, seeing as Megan is going on tour. You know, she is hooking up with all these females across the across the globe right now. Yeah. I still think getting them to drive the boat. I still, mm-hmm. I, I still, I still think it. Be- oh, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Let, let, let's call that out real quick too. <laughs> what? Are we just gonna fly by the pat the the fact that Megan Thee Stallion just stole Kodak's meme and started using it herself? That I didn't to drive even, the boat shit. I didn't know what that meant for the longest. Like, and because my best friend Spencer, she's like started saying, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And she had to show me the Kodak thing, and I was like, "Oh," and I didn't find it amusing or anything at all. Like, she's like, "Oh, okay." Like his mannerisms in the video was hilarious. Yeah. He's looking stone faced, some white guy <laughs> driving the boat. <laughs> I want to drive the boat. <laughs> but Megan and just completely jacked that from him. Yeah. And nobody seemed to notice or care. Yeah. But let let a man make a hot boy summer. <laughs> No, women was mad about that. Yeah, that's like we can, women can't we can't have nothing to ourselves. City boys and all that. Yeah, nah, yeah. Megan Thee Stallion straight jacked that meme from Kodak Black. <laughs> so let, let's not forget that. Yeah. Um. So the the my feelings on the whole song, honestly, like y'all, I was kind of disappointed. Um. The beat was very mainstream. I, I'll say this: this song feels very corporate mm. to me, and I think that's why it'll probably fail. Um, the best songs are more organic and natural. Bodak Yellow, I think, was an accidental hit. It wasn't so? a corporate yes, song. It was yeah. not a corporate song. It was an accidental hit. Hit uh, the same way like a uh, Bobby Shmurda. Like yeah. they took somebody else's beat yeah. and just rapped over it, and it not even up. and it just exploded on social media. Yeah. I don't think this song is going to have the same effect. I think it's very commercial. I think it was focus grouped. I think a, a team of people got together. And tried to figure out how to make this song commercially successful. And I think art dies when you do something like that. Mm. I think nothing about this song really feels natural. Um, Nicki Minaj and uh, Megan Thee Stallion don't have great chemistry on it. And Ty Dolla Sign was just thrown in there. Yeah. You know, it's, it seems like in his verse just kind of contradicts the whole song. He's <laughs> talking about real ass nigga give a fuck about a bitch. <laughs> on a song called Hot yeah. Girl Summer. Yeah. That's clearly just a, a reference for men to vibe with the song too. Yeah. And I can imagine corporate people saying, 
well, we need men to listen too. How do we draw men in? Okay, let's get Ty Dolla Sign in <laughs> and say real ass nigga give a fuck about a bitch. Yeah. So now we can bump it without shame in our car. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it, it feels corporate to me. The beat feels very mainstream. I feel like they are going outside the black audience and hoping mm-hmm. to draw in because that's how Bodak Yellow got big. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, it, it was a hood single and white people started banging the fuck out of it mm-hmm. and playing it everywhere. It was like the basic white girl anthem yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So uh, I think they're going, this is going the same route. They're trying to make a hit, a radio friendly hit, a something you can, and I'll be honest. I think this song will hit differently outside of how we're hearing it right now. I don't think it's a headphone song. I don't think it's really even a car song. I think it's a party song. Mm-hmm. I think it's a club song. And I think it might hit better when you had a couple of drinks and everybody feeling the vibe. It definitely but it just does don't sound, sound good right now. It definitely does sound like a song for the summer, but that's the thing. Like the summer is kind of not, I don't want to say ending, but. Basically over. They yeah, waited too long like to put the, the yeah, song out. Yeah. They waited too long. And I think they overthought this song, honestly. Yeah. So, we'll so this is not the song of the summer. Hell no. What's the song of the summer? <sighs> Find out soon on my playlist. It's coming out. I oh, haven't are decided you if songs I'm, of the summer. I, yeah, I haven't decided if it's gonna be a hot girl summer. If I'm gonna stick with the the trend, or if we're driving the boat. But it's coming out soon. Just mm, so you know, okay. I'm working okay. on the cover. Okay. Okay. What are we? That's actually a good topic, though. We got to think about what the song of this is. There a song of this summer that Old Town out? Road. Old Town Road don't fucking count, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's probably, no, that's nah. honestly probably the song of the year. It, it, that like nah. I keep hearing that fucking song everywhere, man. That that can't that's, be song. Of that's the remember the remember the Carly Rae song. Um, Call me maybe. Yes. Yeah. To me, that's what that remind me of. Yes. Because you got you got people on the news playing it, and yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that positive song a little bit. Yeah. And then you have the people that the song been out for who knows how long, and then you have the people that are just now hearing it. Like, oh my gosh, what is yeah. this? Like that mm-hmm. aren't hip to it yet. You'd yes. be surprised. What yeah. Old Town Road? Yeah. Who you has would, not heard you'd Old Town Road? Be surprised. No, you. I no, I, I know exactly what you mean. You know, you know, you got that old person that's, oh yeah, you know, Lil Nas X. Did you hear Lil Nas X? <laughs> yeah, it's like man, that song old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like we like we was talking about that song oh, a minute ago yeah, when he, the controversy first popped off before Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, but yeah, exactly before we were talking about that before the remix. So you'd be surprised at the people that have just gotten hip to it. Wow, I would, I really would be, I guess. I, I really can't imagine how somebody is new to that song by now. But I guess yeah. it's possible. What about um, No uh, Guidance? Yeah, that was going to be the song. Everybody keeps talking don't, about don't that song. Uh, don't be a I, hater. Don't be a hater over there. Is that song really that good? It's amazing. Of course he thinks so. I love the <laughs> No, I like the sample, honestly. I wish I would have known the sample and... Um, before the song came out, because I I love the beginning and it's not it's very subtle, but I yeah. I like it. That I don't know if that song of the summer. It's a good song. We gotta think about this. I gotta think about yeah. all the songs that came out during the summer. Or, we gotta rank them. Uh, yeah. Or probably uh, what about Meg? Her um, and, uh, the baby. Meg the baby. Uh, yeah. I, I was gonna say the other one. What was 
What was uh, that other big old, big old freak? Uh, I think um, cash shit is now bigger than big, big old freak. Yeah, because yeah. big old freak didn't really make it all the way into the summer to yeah. me. It kind of mm-hmm. died off a little it bit. It did die off. Okay. Uh, so cash I like cash shit. Though. Or what about little baby song? Should should yeah and. It was I'm good. Just throwing, I'm just throwing names. I'm just throwing I'm songs lo- up. I got to look at a list, man. Yeah, I'm, it's popular, but I don't think songs. it's the song of the summer. Like, yeah, See, we gotta this... we gotta do this before the, the summer yeah. ends. Yeah, we sure. gotta think. We gotta think because I'm not seeing anything that's convincing me. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll we'll break it down in a future podcast. So yeah. let us get into some other things that happened this week. Um, oh yes. So y'all know we reviewed Chance the Rapper's album last week. Oh, man. Um, we were all very disappointed. Um, it, it was not to the quality we expected, and it has been getting blasted online pretty relentlessly. And previously, Chance was very upbeat about it. You know, if you look at his timeline, you would swear this album was a hit. He retweeted seemingly everybody who loved the album and said this was the album of the year, yada, yada, yada. It seemed like he was in the bubble on social media. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> a few days ago, he apparently, I guess the criticism finally got to him and he tweeted a uh, a, a thread of tweets, I guess a, uh, a kind of a just spilling out all the emotions he felt after the the criticism of this album and i'll i'll go ahead and read this whole thread or most of it he started off by saying i'm getting this crazy feeling that people want to want me to kill myself and a sad crying emoji then he clarified it by saying that's not my vibe at all but i feel the push <laughs> and i feel like even more than that some people want me to feel ashamed shame is heavy yo and feeling shame for something that you were once proud or prideful about is super heavy. What's really weird is music that is the number one. Well, music is the number one thing that influences how I feel on the daily. Like, can really put the way he writes is fucking weird. Can really push me to one side or the other, and that's super raw to me because I'm sure there's other people that get their fuel from music. So for anybody out there that's texted me the past few days, I appreciate you. And I'm happy being able to spend time with my family and do a lot of the things I used to do before I got so wrapped up making the project. And I just want to say I want to let some of these feelings go because that's what Twitter is for, for people to say exactly what's on their hearts. No, it's for trolling, but okay. (laughs) And the number one thing that's been on my heart and has been reaffirmed in the last week that I'm 100 percent sure of now is that I love my wife in thread. (laughs) He later clarified the I want to uh, people want me to kill myself comment. And he said the next day, let me actually go ahead and OK, he tweeted a whole lot. What the hell? <laughs> it's hard to find now. But basically, he said that he wasn't serious about, you know, the whole killing myself thing. Oh, here we go. Um, I think he deleted that tweet now. Fuck, whatever, <laughs> man. Anyway, so the the main takeaway here is that the the initial tweet of him saying that he thinks people want him to kill himself for criticism of this album. <laughs> so what do you guys think about that? Do y'all think he's being overly sensitive or does he have a point and people are trolling him too hard? Um, I think he's being overly sensitive. Like this happens to everybody. 
um, regardless of you're gonna have people that like your album, you're gonna have people that don't. So, um, I haven't listened to it still. I have no, I will get to it eventually, but honestly, all of the all of the negativity surrounding it has not mm. has not given me that push. So, and I am a huge Chance fan as far yeah. I, I think he's an angel here on <laughs> earth, but I think that's a bit dramatic. Like, I don't think it was necessary at all, honestly. Okay. Figgy? Yeah, I think he was overdoing it, way overdoing it, because, I mean, when you get to a certain point, like, Cardi B was going through the same thing. When you become that that high point where everybody know you, you're going to get some haters. You're going to get some people that don't like your shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how nice you are. I don't care what you do in the community. People going to have a problem with whatever you do. Yes. So I think, I, I, honestly, I think he just put out a bad album. <laughs> and a lot of people criticized him. And this is probably the most he ever been criticized. Yes. Yeah. So to me, I thought it was a little sorry coming out with all them tweets like that. And like you, like I said, he in the high place where, you know, he gonna get criticized for whatever he do. So, don't come out here tweet and talk about some. I feel like people, I, I ain't seen nobody, I ain't, I ain't hear nobody or see nobody say or mention about him killing him or he need to kill himself and all yes. whatever. It don't even make sense. It it was a bad album. Yeah. Like why would somebody want you to kill yourself for making a bad album? So I just I don't know I think he I think he went overboard with it and yeah I, yeah it's the same thing Cardi B do man whenever yes. somebody criticizes Cardi B she get on she make a Instagram live video <laughs> talking about some um, yeah people always hating on me all this like people can have an opinion like everybody ain't gotta like what you do like you was good in love and hip hop and there, you know you was the you was the underdog or whatever, but now you at a place where a lot of people not. Yeah. So you gonna get people that just hate for no reason. So why you know why give people that light? Yeah. Like just just keep retweeting the people that fuck with your album. <laughs> you know what I mean, don't don't discuss the negative shit then. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is why I don't like Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Honestly, this is why I don't like him. Um, and I tried to be kind on our review. I tried to shoot him some bail when possible. I said, it's a bad album, but who cares? I thought he would bounce back. I think he would be fine. You, you gave know. him more of a positive review than me. I, I did because I'm like, <laughs> I didn't like the album, but I thought it had some decent joints on it. Yeah. You, you think know? people was going a little too and far. People on were it. going extreme. Like people were just <laughs> following, like people spam his uh, comments with that video of like mocking what the album's about that. Ooh, I love my wife. <laughs> that whole thing. They're spamming his comments with that. And it's like, okay, we get it. We get like it's kind of old now, honestly. The album yeah. sucked, but who cares? And uh, this is why I don't like him, honestly. I think he's handled this whole thing badly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, and he's always felt this way to me. I think he has this fake, genuine, fake, relatable, fake, humble thing about him. I don't think he's as humble as he lets on. That there was an interview, I want to say, with Zach Lowe where he talked about Acid Rap being the greatest album of all time, he thought. Yeah. Not his greatest album, the greatest album of all time. He thinks very highly of his own work um, to the point where I feel like he thinks his shit don't stink, basically. You know, he is very high on himself, 
and uh, he is is not as humble as the uh, so the image seems to portray when you see him on these goofy commercials and doing all this stuff. Yeah. I think he's more sensitive than he lets on, and this showed it. There was another tweet. I think these all got deleted. Where he was going back and forth with a fan. You know, a fan said he liked his older work better. He was like, well, fuck you. You know, I, mm. I you're spoiled. You think I make music for you. I make music for me and all this mm. shit. I'm like, okay, you're going down that road now. Yeah. You know, and that road is always dangerous for artists to say, I don't make music for you guys. I make it for myself. Then don't release it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I it just annoys me that he's trying to play the victim now. Because he had a bad album. Yeah, it, it had a bad album. People are sick of his goody two-shoes act, maybe. You know, you always become a villain. Mm-hmm. You know, like Jay-Z said, uh, build me up, break me down, build me up again. They like, hope we want you back so we can kill your ass again. Yeah. <laughs> Chance is going through that right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's, it's sometimes not. I think I, he would get a lot more respect if he was just honest. Yeah. And he said, hey, you know, I thought this album would be great, but clearly it didn't connect with you guys. You know, I'll do better next time. Mm-hmm. That would have been a great response. But for him to say, I think you guys want me to kill myself. Yeah. That's going, that's jumping way overboard, man. Yeah. That's being way too dramatic. And that's playing up serious social, uh, uh, you know, mental issues. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I don't like or yeah. agree with. Especially if it's just due to your album. Like, that's not okay. Exactly. Yeah. I get a social media bullying can be bad. But when you're an artist's biggest chance, you know, it's not the first time people have said something negative about him. Mm-hmm. And you'll you'll be okay, man. Yeah. He kind of, yeah, he using that a mental health card yes, to get sympathy. Exactly. And, yeah. He, I think he's so used to being portrayed as a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's so used to being the golden child, basically, of mm-hmm. hip hop. You know, the one that everybody likes. Yeah. And suddenly people don't like him now. Well, they, they're not going to say they don't like him, but they think he's corny now. Yeah. And they didn't like his album. And now he thinks he's being bullied. <laughs> like, it's not that deep, man. Mm-hmm. The, the album sucked, but so what? Yeah. Do Just you think try ar- harder. Do you think artists are way too sensitive now? Yes. Because this ha- this this happens a lot, especially with Eminem. It happened with Eminem. One of the greatest rappers ever, I guess, um, according to some people. And when his last what, what, revival, I think, mm-hmm. that album wasn't good. And he felt some type of way, too, to the point he made another album. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's weird seeing how sensitive these rappers are It's when somebody criticized their music. It's, I mean, I I think it's social media, number one. It's harder for an artist to escape criticism. Before, when you dropped a whack album, you know, you didn't have to, you never went online and just saw your name being spammed and trending because it was whack. Yeah. You know, the source would give it maybe two mics. Yeah. <laughs> and they would be pissed be about that. Yeah, exactly. They'd be pissed about that. It, um, yeah, it was one time, I think Biggie, um, he called E40 whack. I think he, I think he was doing an interview or something mm-hmm. and they told him to rate E40 and he, <laughs> and he gave E40 a zero. Ah. Y'all ain't hear this story? No. I might have, but I forgot. Yeah. And um, E40 was pissed. He like, man, a zero. <laughs> so um, I guess they had some, I, I think his boys was pissed where they was trying to fuck Biggie up for yes. real, for real. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of, I, I guess they kind of talked about it. Biggie yeah. was like, man, my fault, Duke. 
He kept calling him Duke. <laughs> but, um, yeah, artists be sensitive about that stuff. You yeah. call him whack or now I ain't really like this. Yes. It's like, damn, I can't have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, artists are just sensitive, period. It's one I, thing now if I think was, about it, you bring up a good point because they've always been like this. Yeah. yeah. You know? This ain't new. I think it's worse now because yeah. they actually clapping back at fans. Mm hmm. Before, you know, I mean, it's one thing if a, another rapper say your shit is whack or something like that, then yeah, yeah I get it. But they didn't have the platform before to be able to reach us as, you know, as easily as they do now. So I think that has a lot to do with their sensitivity, too. Like yeah. Just, and when you and when you look at looking on Twitter, it'd be people that's critiquing their album saying, yeah, I really don't like this. I like the old one better. Yes. And they be going in on them. It's like, what did they do wrong? Like, is they supposed to say, I like everything you do? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, you can't hold weight to people's comments because they might not even listen to the album. They can say whatever on the internet. That don't mean exactly. that they seriously sat there and listened or are even really a fan of yours. They could just be talking just to hear themselves and tweeting just to, because. Yeah. But Chance is young enough to know how memes work. Yeah. yeah. And you know that everybody, no, nobody is exempt from getting clowned. Yeah. They clowned mm -hmm. Obama. <laughs> when he was dressed with the tan suits and shit, you know, <laughs> they clown. Nobody's exempt from being clowned. So if he just wrote it out and said, like Lil Mosey, we I made fun of him being the worst rapper on we that about XXL freestyle. Yeah. But he had a decent response to it. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I know it was whack, but you know the memes are funny though. Yeah, you know, like yeah, just roll with the memes. Yeah. Be like, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of man, even Jay Z pretty sensitive because yes. I think the last thing he came out with, uh, I think it was on that Beyonce Lion King. Album. Yes, talking mm -hmm. about the picture yeah, on his like, on the, jet ski. Yeah, with the helmet on. Yeah, it's kind of like I mean I know he's trying to be probably trying to be funny. I didn't want to get CTE, y'all. Like nigga, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like like it's not that big of a deal, man. Mm -hmm. Like and like I said, back to the you know fans criticizing people work. Like Nikki, Nikki did the same shit. Like people be bringing up good points. They don't be trying to go in and say fuck you and all this yes. other shit. Yeah. They saying, oh, yeah, this album, I feel like Nikki need to mature a little bit and make a grown album or something like Like, you don't need to go in on them like yes. that. So, yeah, these artists, I think they even more sensitive than before. Yes. <laughs> And the worst thing to me is like the fans who defend them too, because they they're super like they're yeah. nut huggers, man. A lot of people are saying, well, they're just mad because you're happy, Chance. They're mad because you're miserable. This song was great. This album was great. It's a classic. Album. Why y'all hating? Right? You just hate because he's married and happy, and you guys are miserable. I'm over it. Critiquing somebody is not hating. Yes. Like I could say, oh, I really didn't feel this album, or I thought it was. I thought it was a bad album. I expected more. That's not hating. Yes. <laughs> I think it's Hating on somebody is not listening to it and say, oh, he, it's whack. I know yes. it's whack. Like, oh, it might be good, but he's still whack. That's hating. Hating is not giving an opinion. Yes. <laughs> I've heard an interesting theory that Diddy is actually responsible for the the rise of the term called hating hey, yeah. and player hater. Wait, <laughs> he what? started it. Yeah. Back when people, he basically said anybody who thought he was whack or Biggie was whack or anybody on Bad Boy was whack, he popularized the term player hater. Mm. Basically, he said they hating. That's when it blew up. <laughs> player then haters. suddenly, you know, you couldn't criticize anybody without mm. being called a hater. 
Yeah. And that's when that whole thing, because niggas in hip hop used to criticize each other all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. MC Shan, KRS One, you call yeah. each other whack, and it wasn't hating. Yeah. No, sometimes it was. <laughs> but usually it was just they were whack. You know, it, you yeah. were dope or you were whack yeah. in yeah. hip hop. And, and and around the late mid to late nineties, you were a <laughs> hater if yeah. you hated on what was popular. Yeah. So Yeah, you listen to uh, li- you can listen to Mace and hear it. Yes. Like um play haters, hating the, on the, the mad rapper skit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So You mad cause I got money? <laughs> That's where that shit came from. My shit more John Blaze than that. <laughs> yeah, so we, we can all blame Diddy for all that mess. <laughs> um so what shoot, speaking of sensitive rappers, <laughs> let's talk about this whole top fifty list craze Ouch. going on right now. Um so some podcasts I will remain nameless because they're not us <laughs> um put out this list of the top fifty rappers of all time. I'm just gonna read the top ten. I'm not gonna go down a whole fifty. Um, but number one is Jay Z. Okay, I agree. Number two is Nas. Let can I Solid let me list. stop you real Go fast. Ahead, yeah, huh? So uh, the confusion that I have about a lot of these lists are they meant to be in order or are they yes. just in general? Because they're meant the, to be in order. The order yeah. is ridiculous on every single list that I've ever seen. I agree. Okay, cool. Just I making sure we're gen- on the same page. Yeah. I think generally they are meant to be in order. Because okay. if they're not, why even yeah. put Listen, the number next to them? That's true. Yeah. Um, so number one is Jay-Z. Number two is Nas. Number three is Joe Budden. Yeah. <laughs> of the Joe Budden podcast with Roy and Maul. Shout out. <laughs> uh, number four is Styles P. Number five is Black Thought. Number six is Fabulous. Number seven is Jada Kiss. <laughs> It sounds like like somebody from New York made this list. (laughs) Number eight is Biggie. Biggie is below Fabulous and Jadakiss, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine is Ghostface. And number 10 is Kendrick. And if you're wondering where some of the more popular rappers are, um, Pac is number 15. (laughs) Underneath uh, Pusha T and Redman. Scarface is right below Pac. Um, who else? Uh, it's Drake on Eminem this list. 28. Drake, Drake, I think, is on this. Drake is below DMX, but above TI. Which, okay. Uh, Eminem is 28. And I think that's Bum B is 36. I, I like Bum B. Lil I think Wayne that's 37 high. is Lil crazy. Lil Wayne is 37. <laughs> Ice Cube is 39. Stack Bundles is 42. Um, and Lloyd Banks is at 50 and uh, Lloyd Banks wasn't happy about that either of course about being at 50 yeah he better be lucky he was 50 yeah he was (laughs) the most controversial thing here was Joe Budden at number three obviously yeah so this debate this made a whole ruckus on social media Everybody was talking about how it was insane. People thought that Joe Budden made that list. <laughs> uh, and Joe Budden basically said, I'm not going to debate it, but I'm not going to not deny it either. You know, yeah. of course, of course, every rapper thinks they the best. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody has been going on making their own 50 lists. Ebro made a list, which I also thought, given the fact that he's like a hip hop guy, this list was kind of bad. He put um, Tupac at number eight. And he put, was it Kendrick at number six and J Cole number seven? I don't know if they better than Pac, man. Like, that's the East Coast bias right yeah. there. 
Um, so yeah, he his list was kind of funky Jay too. J Cole number seven all time. Yes, that is that yes. is nuts. And and where is Drake on his list? I don't even know if Drake is below Benny Siegel in Ludacris. And that's twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, tw- Ludacris is twenty six. Beanie Siegel twenty seven. Drake is twenty eight. LL Cool J twenty nine. Buster Rhymes thirty. So on and so forth. So I'm sh- he got Nikki thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> that's this the first time I've seen it. somebody put a female artist yes. in the top fifty or any top list. Yes. Um. This <laughs> this list is kind of crazy to me, considering that he's a hip hop guy. 40, Bun B is making a lot of these lists. I I'm think that's interesting. It. it is interesting, though. It is interesting. But um, so let, let me explain first why I hate these lists. <laughs> I hate them because there's no criteria and it always just boils down to who your favorite is. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're if people try to act like this is fucking football or something or basketball or something where you can measure stats and say, this is why MJ is the greatest of all time. This is why, uh, who Emmett Smith is the greatest of all time. Sometimes that's hard. Yeah. (laughs) Stats can be subjective too, because you think about the era they played in pass heavy versus rush heavy. Yeah. Michael Jordan versus LeBron. Yes. Yeah. It's an argument on either side. Exactly. Oh, Michael Jordan played against plumbers. So of course he's he's not playing. He got more rings. (laughs) Yes. But LeBron got better stats. LeBron was, it's, yeah. It never ends. Mm-hmm. But this is even worse than that. Yeah. Because music is a subjective thing. You either like it's somebody or you don't. Yeah. And when they try to introduce it, like, what is the criteria? Are we going by top selling? Mm-hmm. If so, then is MC Hammer number one? Yep. And are they N- are, Nelly? Yes. Yeah. Are we going by best rapper technically? Because technically, people like Pharaoh Monch should be in the top 10. Yeah, and Joe Budden would be in the top 10. he would be up there too. But would you actually put them just based (laughs) off a skill? Look at their projects. They don't match up to the other ones. Mm -hmm. So what is the criteria here? There's never any consistency, and it always boils down to who you like the most. Yeah, your criteria. Yes. Yeah. So the question I have for y'all is should we just troll everybody and make some bullshit list that looks legit and then put some random rappers at number eight or whatever? Because that's how this podcast got this this buzz. Well, to be clear, we can't do it now because everybody doing it. Yeah. So uh, we get lost in the sauce. But I think we should do something else. We should do something totally different. Like, I don't want to do movies, but... Something totally different that nobody else is doing. Well, yes. the crazy thing is, I, as I'm scrolling, I'm annoyed by these lists because, like you, like we're talking about, there's no criteria behind them. So it's like, what it, what what is the basis of this? And I've seen a variation of lists now at this point. So I've already seen TV shows, I've seen um, '90s sitcoms, I've seen out like pop albums, I've seen all kind of lists now at this point, and it's just I. Honestly, I ain't even not really giving it my attention because who cares? Like, what, what, are, what's the criteria? Like, no, there's no, there's no basis of this. No one's gonna be agree with each other. So yes. why are we even debating this? Yes, We're, it's a, it's a slow news week when it comes <laughs> to hip hop and stuff that is entertaining. We should be focusing on everything else, but we, we're trying to take our minds away from it, and that's why these lists are more predominant yeah. right now. It's too hard, man. It's too hard to rank these guys, and then you got people like. 
Wu Tang. Yes. Who you know pretty much known for being a group. So do you you know how do you rank separate them? Separate them. Yeah. Do you but put Jizza in the top? Yes. Fifty. And he only had like that one classic project. Mm-hmm. But are you basing that off off that one project? Yes. Are you basing it off off of his rapping ability that only? Yes. Or are you doing it? You know, with his Wu Tang resume. That's a good point too, because they separate Ghostface and Method Man on yeah. almost all these lists. But where even would you put, Andre three thousand. Yes, but where would you put number one? Andre has no solo project yeah. officially. Yeah. So even putting him up there is kind of and the same with Black Thought. Yeah. You know, so where do we decide where to split people up? Because let's mm-hmm. say Bone Thugs as well. At yeah, one point, bone. they were the biggest act in hip hop yeah. for a couple years at least. Yeah. Would they be on this list as well? There's yeah, too many Busy questions. Bone, I'm like, Busy Bone should be on the list. Yeah. He could, he could kind of. He has an argument, but I don't yeah. even know. Actually, he that's can, another debate. Who's the best MC in Bone Thugs? Yeah. Uh, that's a whole nother debate. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. But I'll put crazy up there too. Really? But yeah. Um. So this this list thing, it, it doesn't really. It's funny enough. Mike Tyson, I think, had the most solid list to me. It wasn't perfect either. But yeah, it, Tupac it number more, one. No, he actually did. Wow. He did. Oh, which big, is kind of uh, crazy. Big and Pac. Okay. Yeah. Nah. Biggie was first on uh Mike Tyson's list. I thought that was kind of crazy because he actually knew Pac and Pac was a friend. Yeah. So I think that uh Mike Tyson's list was a lot more impartial. And his list kind of fit him, too. Yes. Because he older. He yeah. grew up around that time. So yeah, New York some, dude. Yeah, somebody during that time, I could see Big Pot, Rock Him. He got LL, Kane, KRS, Cube. That's that's a straight-up OG. Yes. <laughs> top 50 or top whatever he list. He put Queen Latifah at 29 or 28. Yeah. Cool I- G Rap. Melly Mel, <laughs> Big L, nah. yes, yeah, Trench. That's that's an OG. Trench, yes, yeah. So the the name. Okay, now I have to ask this question too because I see the name that stands out to me on Mike Tyson's list is Andre Three Thousand. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of Outkast and I'm a huge fan of Andre Three Thousand. Do people just put Andre Three Thousand in their list to have him in? Just to I, avoid people arguing at them for not putting him in, I don't. Uh, should he even be on this list? Th- being honest, I, I don't. I don't think. So. I mean, like I said, go back to the criteria. If you are you talking about strictly rapping, or are you talking about body of work and all that stuff? Yeah, because body of work, he shouldn't even be on the list. Yes, I'm, unless you know you want to add in Outcast with it. But I just I don't know. He ain't dropped nothing. Like, how could you say you know he's the top 10 rapper of all time. Yes. With no project. He never had a, well, he had if a If it was somebody else, man, people would be like, hell no, what did he drop? Yes. Yeah. But for the simple fact that he come out with a verse every three years on a Frank Ocean song. It's like putting Fredro Star up in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, should he really be uh, separated from them? It's, I don't know. It's It, it seems just like, People are like, you got to have Andre 3000 in your like, top 20 to, at least. To me, that's like the hipster answer. Yes. That, oh, yeah. Oh, you don't know about Andre 3000. Like, that, to me, that's that type of thing. I agree. And it, it became super popular. So everybody got to put him in it. I yes. wouldn't even have him in my top 10. I, that's harsh. 
See, and that goes to the whole criteria. Yeah. Like, like if if we're going to go just strictly rap, like, we might as well put some battle rappers in there. And there. Yes. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it can't really be like that. I could put dude down the street mm-hmm. because he a better rapper than a lot of, you know, rappers. But, like, you got to have some type of project. Yes. Like, I get, you know, maybe a Lauren Hill. She got a project. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. Damn, like Andre, like he don't have an official project, solo yes. project. And because of the different criteria, that's the only reason why I think Jay Z is number one. Like I'm not comfortable saying anybody else is top five or ten because I can change my mind on a whim. Yeah, I can listen heavy to some uh, Ice Cube one week, and I'll be like, man, ain't no way you can't put Ice Cube in your top five. Then I'll hear like a Most Def and be like, nah, Most Def should be at least two. Yeah. So it depends on how I feel. But the number one thing I agree on is that Jay-Z should be number one because he meets all the criteria. One of the highest selling, one of the most lyrical, longevity in the game, still relevant today. No matter what criteria you throw at him, I think he meets that. Yeah. So that's why I think Jay-Z should be consensus number one. There's a strong argument for that. Everybody else is subjective. Yeah, I also think top fifty is just extremely long, like an extremely yes. huge number to to really narrow it down. That's By the a end, lot. That's, you'll be struggling to think of rappers. Yeah, probably. Yeah. that's that's <laughs> yeah. too big of a. And you know you're forgetting some rappers too. Mm-hmm. So you know somebody like, oh, you ain't put Grandmaster Flash in there. Yes. Oh, you ain't put EPMD. And yeah, and these, Sherman. These lists got a lot to do with the era that these people grew up in too. Yes. <laughs> Like a Bun B on another list. Bun B is on a lot of lists, and it sounds weird. Did we see Pimp C on one? No, I, ain't seen no I, think that's, I think that's why that's interesting to me. Like, are y'all were putting Bun B because he's alive and giving him respect? Should he, should he be or on the list? Why are we including Pimp C? I don't think Bun B should be on a top fifty, honestly. And I say this as a Bun B fan. I got yeah. love for Bun B. I don't because I saw somebody tweet. Is a radio personality here. But he was saying things like, oh, Bum B's definitely top 10, you know, everything when he went solo, wordplay. He was just throwing out these terms that meant nothing. <laughs> because I listen to pretty much every Bum B project. I can't, I don't think he has a classic album. Mm. Well, I know he doesn't. You know, nobody points to any album and says that's a classic album. He has classic songs, UGK. but Riding Dirty is the classic UGK album. That is the album that yeah. will stand the test of time forever to yeah. me. And Bum B was great on that album, mm-hmm. but it's he Pimp C. He only goes great with Pimp C. Mm-hmm. You need Pimp C there, and I think having Bun B there, he's more palatable to the New York taste. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a fast rapper. He does a kind of he doesn't do a New York style, but he's more. You know, if you're used to the New York sound, you like him over Pimp C. Yeah, where niggas down south. We fuck with Pimp C a lot more lyrically yeah. because he's saying some shit we can relate to. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I personally, I love Bum, but I don't think he deserves to be like in top thirty ish <laughs> where people are putting him. But yeah. do you, you think any um, Texas rapper should be on that? On Scarface for was, sure. Yeah, I was gonna say Scarface. Scarface for sure. Um, top fifty. I would put Pimp C top fifty, maybe. Really? Okay. Honestly, because he has some good solo projects. Pimpolation was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but hmm, other ones from Houston. I like Chameleon Air a lot. I can't put him top fifty. Yeah. Uh 
That might be yeah. it. I, yeah, I, honestly, looking at these lists, maybe it's because um, a lot of people from the East Coast, but all the people they got on this list, I felt like it should be more Texas rappers on here. Mm. Like who? To me, I mean, to me, Slim Thug had a nice little run. I think he's a good rapper. Like, I'm trying. Let me find. Mm. Let me find a list real quick. And I quick. like Slim Thug a lot too, man. Yeah, but I compa- like Slim Thug a lot. But, but I don't think top. I don't think top fifty. But, of look, all time. but looking at the people they got on here, um, I'm trying to think. Um, is he? I'm trying to think. Is he better than Cameron? Slim Thug? Yeah. Would you mm. put him over Cameron? No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Um, I can't. Prodigy. Uh-uh. Twister, uh, nah. Met, uh, not Matt the Man. I wouldn't put him above any of those people. Killer Mike, nah. Mace, Eight Ball. I put him above Mace. Maybe Mace had one album. Man, come on, Lloyd man. Banks. People overrating him. Lloyd Banks, he's better than Lloyd Banks to me. But again, yeah. that's a New York versus South thing. Too, yeah, that's what so. I'm saying. I think like all the people like on this list that was that went viral. I think it should be more Texas people on there. Compared to the people they got on here, yeah, I think there should be a down south version. And like, there's people they throw in there. Ti is on these lists too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I see Ti. You know, we we talked about J Cole a little earlier. Yeah, I, was, I, I don't know. I felt. I mean, I know. I just threw out Slim Thug, but it should be some more Texas people on here. You know, rather than you know the typical. <laughs> New Man, York. I'm reading. Talib Kweli is a fool. I was dog. looking at it. I'm looking at his list. <laughs> is this he all got, women? Uh, it's a, mostly yes. women. Is he trying to be corny with this bullshit? <laughs> I wonder how long it took for him to think of 50 women rappers. <laughs> yeah, he's really trying to pander to this crowd. Lauren Hill, MC Light, Queen Latifah, Roxanne Shante, <laughs> and some other chick I never heard of at top. She can rap her ass off during Come that on, time, dog. though. Come during on, that man. time, man, she was. Talib Kweli is super corny for that. Uh, <laughs> Rosenberg said... Yo-yo. <laughs> yes. Rose, uh, Paul Rosenberg said, Biggie, Jay-Z, Eminem, Rakim. Typical bullshit. I don't care about That's, that. That's yeah, New York. Yeah. Troy Ave did his. These were all the same. Like, wait, he put Yo Gotti in there? Hmm. Okay. He put yeah. Yo Gotti right around Scarface and Pusha T. He put okay. 50 Cent and Lloyd Banks yeah. pretty much the same. So, yeah, I'm I'm tired of these lists already. I'm looking through, and they're all the same, or they're trollish, basically. Yeah. So, whatever. But we, we got to think of some kind of newer spin, because like we I said, sh- we, we yeah. don't want to do we a should, list. We should pick an artist, like a top-notch artist, and rank their album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, we, I, it's, I think everybody probably did Jay-Z's, mm-hmm. but we should get like a, a artist who's been in the game for a minute. We should do an argument maybe on whether somebody deserves to be top 10 or not. And I think somebody like L.O. Cool J, that's an interesting debate. Yeah. Is he top 10? Yeah. I, I think he was a, a very, very important part of hip-hop. Yes. But top 10. Yes. We have to take in the recent things as well. I think that... Taking everything. Yeah. Like, even listening to this conversation, like, listening and us having this conversation, we're we not basing it on any specific criteria that's true. right now. Yeah, that's... It's, it's, it's hard, man. Yeah. Because uh, LL, he, you know, he a legend for the simple fact he started at 87. Yes. And he was the man then. And, you know, 
one of the forefathers of hip hop, you know, yeah. when it was really, really starting to blast off. But yeah, but then you ain't gonna sit here and say, um, does he have classic albums? You ain't gonna sit here and say, you know, uh, he better than like a Raekwon. Yes, or, <laughs> you know what I mean. But or, people in that time, he's like the Drake of their time. Honestly, people yeah. would think about Drake. Think about this now, because I think Drake would be like the LL Cool J of this generation. You think so? Yes, <laughs> he will mean a lot to a lot of people who are around his time. But the future generations will might be like this nigga was singing a whole lot, mm-hmm. talking about his own personal problems. I don't know. Then maybe we'll yeah. just get more yeah, emotional. I, yeah, I think I think this generation got a little softer. Yeah, because that's you got, true. Fair enough. You got a lot of tougher dudes that's using singing, using auto tune. Yeah, and that's like the shit singing about street shit. That's a fair point. So, yeah. So we, we'll we'll think about some an interesting spin that we want to do because I really don't have any interest in making a top 50 list that's just boring to me we'll think of something fun to do for the podcast probably yeah. and try to get us some a cheap cheap uh uh controversy on social media maybe <laughs> yeah um so let's go into some what a bro knows things man i saw this post Uh-oh. on social media and i want to know what y'all think about it it's called pussy appointment rules <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is a tweet somebody put out, and I can't remember her name or it doesn't matter. But the pussy appointment rules apparently are going with the hot girl summer, I guess. <laughs> Number one, wear easy to remove clothing. You'll be taking it off. No romance here. In and out. <laughs> Number two, do not leave any clothing behind. Any items left back will only be held for a 24-hour holding period. After that, all items will be disposed or donated to the Goodwill. Is this Six Flags or what the fuck? Is is this a list? uh, When you say pussy appointment, this is a list for a guy to a girl? Like speaking to a, okay. No, for a woman, for a man who's going over to a female's place to get some. And these are her rules? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, number three, please refrain, refrain from getting comfortable. You have a job to do. Get to work. Number four, I will offer a light refreshment as it assists in your stamina and maintaining blood sugar. Full meals will never be served. There is a McDonald's within a one mile radius. That's a Jasmine rule, maybe. <laughs> number five, excessive foreplay is preferred and appreciated. We'll take the kind that wiggles, but we'd rather have the kind that hold. I don't know what that means. What? Say it. <laughs> Excessive what? foreplay is preferred and appreciated. We'll take the kind that wiggles, but we'd rather have the kind that holds. And there's a tongue emoji. I don't know what that means. Either. Maybe being hard or soft. I don't. I think that's like some tongue play going on. Maybe Jasmine, explain. I don't understand. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, number six, no cameras allowed. Don't get fucked up. Number seven, please do not overstay. You are permitted a ten minute, a ten to thirty minute cool down period. One glass of an iced beverage. After that, you will be gently escorted out with a yawn and a hug. Number eight, please refrain from booking the next appointment post coitus after sex. Which is what that means. Let us enjoy the after socks and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Number nine, you are expected to retrieve a warm, lightly soaped washcloth to wipe down with. <laughs> Note, ex- excluding this will eliminate you from uh, first string positions in the future. 
Number 10, be discreet. If you tell my business, I will tell everyone you came prematurely and you have a micro penis. <laughs> That's childish. Okay. So are women really living like this? Um, Some of those I don't disagree with. And some of those are very extreme. I think that, like, I don't know. Do we run? Do you run down these rules before? Like, no. what's your? What, do you got some rules? Not like, really. Like, I mean, I, not, I have boundaries, but I don't have rules that I'm no. sitting up here and discussing with you. I no, don't no, think. not saying, not saying you gotta sit there and discuss. But what's your rules that you never really discuss? That that's kind of in your mind. Uh. Like if he talk too much, it's kind of like a nah. He nope. Yeah, no. Don't talk. Don't ever ask me to call you daddy, ever. Mm. Get out. Mm. Like just go. That's a rule. <laughs> like during sex. Yeah. That's, oh man, do niggas actually do that? I don't know, but I don't do ever want to experience according it. According to porn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I wonder. I always wonder if dudes actually ask a woman to say that because a woman will say that. But I, I've never thought to ask a woman to call me daddy. Do y'all talk a lot during sex? Are y'all talk? Or do y'all like talkers during sex? Depends. It on depends what kind of on what you're saying. <laughs> depends it depends on, what on what's being said. I hate that. I I never felt right with the dirty talk, man. Maybe that's yeah. just me being a pussy a little bit. But I never felt like. The porno dirty talk was actually for real life. Yeah. You know, that's um, a turn off. Yeah. It was never <laughs> for me. Like I like there are certain things you can say and certain things when you in a moment and you just getting it. But I, I was never too into the dirty talk, man. Honestly, <laughs> what's enough talking for you? Like what's what's something y'all can tolerate as uh, far as talking? I'm I'm OK with the well. Don't I, force I, it. I, I, no, yeah. I, I hate, I hate the, um, the whole. Oh, do you like it? Yeah. Do it feel okay? <laughs> Don't. That's number you one okay? rule for men. Th- th- this is number one for me. Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> like, yes, I'm cool. Like, yeah, yeah you're not you hurt. Know. You're not hurting me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. I hate that. Uh, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm more of a doer probably than a talker, honestly. I don't know. I've never had a girl like just, I don't know if anything they've said during it has annoyed me. Mm. So I can't think of anything now just annoyed me that they talked. Uh, screaming too loud can get annoying. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes I wonder if you, that's really Is a that real, real? Yeah. yeah. Is this a porn shit? Are you really? <laughs> um, I can't think of anything else that really annoys me or anything I've done. I've always felt kind of uncomfortable as to how to approach the choking thing. Cause I've been with women who like to be choked, but I don't know how to initiate that first. Like usually I just like move my hand in the general area. Yeah. (laughs) And I will tighten up my grip. Sometimes I go too hard, but I'm sometimes I feel like I go too soft because I'm scared of hurting. Yeah. But they like the pain sometimes, so I'm like, I don't know. It's yeah, that's a yeah. weird boundary to test. Hmm. It it's kind of awkward to even approach how you should do it. Yeah, because I don't know if I've I maybe had a couple girls say choke me, mm. but usually it's something I have to find out for myself they're into. Yeah, and if they're not into it, that kind of <laughs> yeah, ruins it the make mood. it work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of awkward. Yeah, find out that girl was uh, raped or something. Yeah, yeah. and now it's she having something. flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird situation for to to attempt, but I mean, a lot of girls are into it, so you want to try it. 
I'm really uh, trying to think. Um, I think you should stay away from my butt. Okay. Like sticking things in. <laughs> I don't that's think new, that's okay. That's a new age now. A lot of niggas are into that. A lot I, of women are too. So. Only to a certain degree. Okay. But that's weird. Like, yeah, I think that's on a case by case. Okay. I don't know. That's a, that's something to think about. Because hmm, I know to... there's, I know there's something like. Hmm. Um. Do you like a dude like that's always in control? Turn around, do this, do this, do that. No, not always. Not always. Do you like a dude giving instruction? Uh, no. Okay. Yes and no. Don't don't coach me through this. Like okay. if we don't need it, like we don't need to have sex. If you feel <laughs> like you gotta coach up, me through it, this up. isn't good. <laughs> then like we this. need to stop. Who like this. Like, Turn around. Yeah, no. <laughs> Angle like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That's the, annoying. What about that's the annoying. one that asked the questions? You like this, huh? You like this? <laughs> I don't really. I've never really gotten that. Really? <laughs> not no. Not not awkwardly. Like not anything that was uncomfortable or annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you ever had somebody who um, do the sweet talking while they doing it? Don't like, tell you me you be love my me. Girl. You love me. Yeah, wow. don't tell, tell me you love, love me. me. Don't do that. What if you, the context <laughs> is like uh, I love this pussy or something? Because I've said that before. Yeah, no, that. that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I've yeah, I don't. That doesn't bother me. But don't tell me that you love me. Like, oh yeah, that's weird. Don't no, tell me that you love me. He hit it real good. You yeah, love me. yeah, don't mm-hmm. do that. Tell either. me you love me. Don't do that either. Tell me you yeah. don't tell me to tell you that I love you. You wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> but I feel like you those con those kind of don't, compliments never work during it. Yeah, because my girl, she used to never believe me when I say, "Oh, you look so sexy right now," because she just knew I was horny. <laughs> yeah, that's why. I, that's why I think it. I don't like it. Don't tell me that because I know you don't mean that shit. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say I wouldn't even take it with a grain of salt because, like, you could say anything yeah. during that time and it sound good, but you won't mean none of that shit afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like you might even think you really love that person. Yeah, <laughs> but afterwards, it's, it's kind of like. Uh, Women don't understand what it's like to be a horny man, honestly. I, I know women get horny. I don't think y'all get horny like we do. Like, mm-hmm. our dick can just overtake our entire brain function and yeah. mind. Oh, my God. You Where know, you want to smash we, anything. Yes. <laughs> yes. We will have, like, we will do things that we will immediately regret afterwards. We're like, what the fuck was I thinking, man? Yeah. Like, this girl, really? Yeah. I did that to her. Mm. And I did, all, like, I said this. Really? Yeah. We will say anything and do anything <laughs> in the moment. That's yeah. wild. We are not in control of our body at that point. Yeah. Or our mind like, you just, point. Want, you just want a nut at that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't like when guys try to get you to stick around and you want to just go home. Really? Yeah. I don't. So you're not a cuddler then? No, I am, but like in, like if I don't want to cuddle with you, I don't want to cuddle with you. Like don't try to get me to stay the night if I have intentions of going home. Okay. Like there are people that I want to cuddle and there are people that I don't want to cuddle. So <laughs> that's actually interesting. So you would be with a dude and sleep with him, but you wouldn't feel comfortable cuddling with them afterwards. It, it there are people that I want to cuddle and there are people that I don't want to cuddle. So now if he's one of those people that I don't or if I or if it's not the type of thing, like it could just be like I'm I gotta go to work in the morning type thing. Like oh, okay. it's more convenient for me to go home than it is to stay here. Don't try to get me to stay here. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Not necessarily like I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think of something else to ask. 
Something yeah. out of noise you during a pussy appointment. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've ever, well. I think the refreshment, oh, sorry, keep going. I get annoyed, like, look, I understand since you invite me over, I can't demand sex. But if I get there and you say, oh, we ain't having sex, you could have told me that on the <laughs> phone before I went. Wow. And I could have said, because look, man, y'all know we be horny when we go in y'all house. <laughs> yeah. wow. Y'all know we don't want to actually sit there and watch Netflix. I got yeah. a TV yeah. and a sound system. I could watch that at home. <laughs> if I'm going to your place yeah. to watch my movie at nighttime, at nighttime <laughs> I could have done watch porn and just fell asleep on my own. But I got to cuddle with you, dick all hard, and can't yeah. even do nothing with it. I don't know how frustrating that is. Yeah. I'm getting mad thinking because I've been through this before. It's irritating because it's kind of like they shutting it down already. Yes. It's one thing if you kind of like, if you kind of thinking like, I ain't going to, I don't want to do it tonight. Yes. But, you know, I ain't going to tell them. I ain't going to shoot them down that yes. quick like that. Yeah. But it's a turn off where it's kind of like, all right, yeah, you come over. We ain't fucking though. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So you would rather somebody just be like, okay, yeah, you can come over, but we're not going to have sex. Here's the thing about that. Like you not even asking. Like they just putting it out there and letting you know up front, like this ain't going down. Here's the thing about that. Most of y'all are lying when y'all say that. Okay. <laughs> a, a lot of men can relate to at least one time when they were told they weren't getting some beforehand and they got some. Women just don't want to act, they don't want to seem they like don't seem easy. Yes. But when y'all cuddle together and y'all get a little horny, that's why I've done it. I've gone to a girl's house who said we ain't going to have sex. Because I would try to see how far I could go. See? Yeah. In the Me Too movement. Jesus. Yeah. It wouldn't be raping man. Stop. I wouldn't be yeah. raping nobody. But you, you do you do want to see how, like, you, and, and yeah. a lot of times, more often than not, some of y'all both get horny, y'all be like, fuck it. Yeah. It'll happen. Mm -hmm. But, and then sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes you're just sitting there awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. Fucking not touching each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe y'all made out a little bit and then she turned away. Yeah. I hate that too because you got me all worked up. Queen. And now I'm just <laughs> sitting yeah. there trying to watch this damn movie. Can't think yeah. about nothing but pussy now. You don't even know what's going on in the movie. They <laughs> <laughs> try to act like you interested. <laughs> I always hated that. What I happened right that. here? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So if you go over someone's house and he doesn't make a move on you, then what? Like if y'all are watching Netflix and whatnot and y'all are just chilling. So you, you're, as a man, you gonna make a move on somebody that you invite over at whatever time, every time. Wait, are you saying as if I invite a girl over to yeah. my place, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make a move. I yeah. feel like it's disrespectful for you to turn me down in my own place. Do you think that's Honestly. weird? If uh, if a guy like if I was invited over and they didn't try anything at all, do you think that's weird? I think that's weird, but I know what you're referring to, and I think that's a different situation. Honestly, yeah. I don't think it's where it was, it was a couple times I had a girl over and didn't do anything, which was it was kind of weird a little bit. But mm -hmm. after a while, I was just kind of like, uh, like I, if I wanted to, I could have got it. Yes. <laughs> but for some reason, I might 
might have just been way too tired or something. Mm-hmm. There was a couple times I was drunk and I just went yeah. to sleep. Yeah. And nothing happened. Like, they literally spent the night and we mm-hmm. slept in the same bed, but I just never did nothing. Yeah. It wasn't a thing where I was sober. I was, It was awkward. And I'm like, oh, we're going to sleep, sleep together, but can't do anything. I don't know if I've ever done that, honestly. Mm. I've never invited somebody over and just not done it because I didn't want to. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I never did that, but I was out and about and then, um, you know, ran into a girl and, all right, hey, let's go. Yeah, you can come to my house. Yeah. And then it's like we kind of both fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk shit. They ain't really do nothing. I went over this one girl's house and smoked, but my game was weak back then, and I fucked it up because I could have got some if I wanted to, but my game was weak, and I didn't <laughs> know how to approach it. I was like a n- barely getting into the fuck game at this point, <laughs> and you know, I went over her house, I smoked, you know, I could have did it if I did it any smoother, but I fucked it up, so it was just kind of awkward. That's really the only time I could think of where I, I did stayed over and didn't yeah, do anything, didn't do it out of out of my own fault, basically. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know if I would have a girl over just to and not try nothing ever. Yeah, I, I get we're not in the mood all the time, but usually, especially with, the, with, with this with a girl you haven't been with yet, you know, yeah. you you are you're trying to get that the entire time yeah. y'all been talking. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, know. I don't think she, I don't even think she'll let you spend a night if she wasn't gonna get you give you nothing. That's the confusing thing. Yeah. That's a confusing thing because I spent a night, a couple of nights with a girl and didn't have sex with her. Mm. But she was going through a breakup and oh, okay. I think she just wanted male company. Oh, okay. Mm. But I have been with it. She must look over. at you as a friend. No, Somewhat. because we made out and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But this was after she broke. She was going through a separation with her husband or whatever. Mm. So we didn't have sex. I just slept over and I was frustrated. <laughs> but I think some women will just have you sleep over and not have sex. I don't, y'all be weird. Y'all be confusing us. Yeah. Cause we can't tell when y'all horny and when y'all just want a nigga to cuddle next to. I'll yeah. tell you, I just want to cuddle. That can mean a lot of things. No, it means I just want to go. No. <laughs> because here's the thing, Jasmine, uh-huh. you would never say, uh, I really want to, I want some sex right now. Or yeah. Whatever. You would never say that. You would preface it by a lie or something. Say, hey, why don't you come over? You know, we could smoke or something or watch movies or something. Come over and chill. Yeah. yeah. You would never straight out say, I want some dick. <laughs> That's what makes it confusing. So when you say, I just want to cuddle, mm-hmm. we don't know what that means. We might think, oh, oh shit. Do you trying to get some yeah. or do you actually just want to cuddle? We don't yeah. know because y'all are duplicitous. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think no dude going over there like, oh, yeah, we about to cuddle. Yes. Yeah. He going over there like, man, let me make sure I got these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> make sure I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Make, make sure I'm maybe, fresh. Maybe yeah. get the, make sure I got the stamina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, so y'all y'all are confusing with your directions. and it's Because uh, y'all will never, y'all don't want to seem like hoes. So y'all will never just say y'all want to fuck. And we yeah. have to try to read the temperature yeah. through your texts. Mm-hmm. And see uh, what y'all and, really mean by come what, over and chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What really fucked the game up too is now you got the whole Me Too movement thing, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, just be, just because I want to cuddle, don't means I want to have yes. sex, <laughs> or I, I can't Netflix and chill, that type of shit. So it's like, damn, like 
You know what the know. fucked up thing is too? This used to be like standard common sense because Serena got blasted for this too. She was talking about some situation where a woman was saying she got or you know molested or something happened in a hotel room, and Serena was like, "Why'd you go over to that man's hotel room and, and oh, not I expect that to happen?" She got blasted for that. A lot of for people saying say, that? "Yeah." Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that now. They're like, "Why'd you go to a man's home alone and not know he was going to try something with you? Why'd yeah. you go to a man's hotel room? Why'd you go to a, a, a celebrity's tour bus?" Mm-hmm. And not expecting to make a move on you, yeah. but now you can't say that can, because yeah. now you—that's called victim blaming. Yeah. So I, I'm allowed to go in a man's yes. hotel room <laughs> three o'clock in the morning just, and not expect that. Or, just because I go to your house and lay in your bed next to you uh, does not give you consent to have sex with me. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. That makes you an asshole, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it, it's a. Yeah, because if you now. know if you know what it is, if you know this dude is touchy touchy. Yes. If, like for instance, um Gucci man back in the day, he was known for getting all type of bitches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kicking him out of the car too. Yeah, so you if if a lot of people know that, you know once you go in this hotel room, it's a possibility. Yes. So you don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. You kind of like, "Nah, I'm cool." Nah, I ain't trying unless you, you know, kind of know what's what might happen. Why would any girl just hang out with Gucci and think he want to be their friend? Especially <laughs> Gucci back then. Yeah, yeah. that now. Nah. No, some people back some, Gucci. Yeah, some people do because yeah, some people do because you you got some of the girls that's you know kind of down for whatever, and then you got some girls that's like, not what you want to do this. Yes. And it's just like, man, like this dude's a rapper. And yes. it's all type of women that's waiting in line to suck him off. Mm. That's happened with the whole future thing, too. Wasn't that about that? What? Basically, he flew a girl out and then she ain't oh, want to yeah. do nothing. Yeah. She's like, she wanted to hang. I forget oh, what yeah. the whole context we were was. Yeah. Like, like, want, yeah. I don't yeah. think he paid her way he back home her. or something. He nah. yeah. Or he didn't get her a hotel. I forgot what it was. So he left her now. stranded. Yeah. yeah. And she was mad about it. You knew what this was. Yeah, he a rapper that get all right. type of bitches. Well, you think he flies you out because he wants to help your music career? Really? <laughs> like, come on now, people. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I just wanted to know y'all's thoughts on the uh, pussy appointment rules. I came across that on social media. And yeah, that was pretty funny. I, I, I got a what a bro knows. This is short. We ain't got to stay on it long. Go ahead. But how do y'all feel about um? Uh, you know how black women call each other queens and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yes, mm-hmm. queen. How do you feel about white women calling other white women queen? Like, yes, queen. It's culture vulture. But <laughs> I think that's corny for black people to do, too, honestly. So mm-hmm. I'm like, it's it got corny after a while to me. The whole queen and king thing. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, like, the fucking Nation of Islam nigga on the street. Talk about, nigga, you a king, dog. We, can, we yeah. from, came from kings. That's early like, 90s okay, shit. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I think it's corny either way, but yes, it is culture appropriation for a woman to say yes, yeah, queen, slay. Yeah, yeah, I think, I, uh, yeah, real quick, not to cut you off. I I get why black women do it, black people do it to kind of uplift each other because mm-hmm. we, I mean, at one point we were kings and queens yeah. over in Africa, which you know people say. Well, we aren't all queens and kings, but I get yeah, you. What I, you, mean? you know how people say that. Niggas would yeah. just. <laughs> yeah, some people break it down to me like that. When I'm like, oh, okay, okay, but yeah, but it's just weird. I see, I've been seeing a lot of white 
women, you know, commenting on each other pictures like, yes, queen. It's just, I don't know. I don't want to say it's bad, but it just looked kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I think some, some, yes, I get what you're saying, but I think there the context is different. Um, they some some of them aren't saying it like how we're saying queen. Some of them are saying it like queen, like in the L G. What is it? L G B T community yeah. type of queen. Mm-hmm. I think is they don't either they're doing it in a different context, or some of them think that we're saying yes, queen, in that context, and they don't understand that that's what we're, that's not what it is. I think um, it just depends on who's who's saying it. Like some of them aren't saying it in the same, not um, at all, in the same way that we uplifting each other. They okay. doing it as like a funny type of yes, girl. Like at least the people that I'm around and I've heard use it. They not using it in the same type of context. Okay, okay. I think it's corny no matter what. Honestly, <laughs> like I get the meaning of it, but I think the yas, the y a a a a a thing is corny. The slay queen is corny. Uh, I do. I I probably use it sarcastically before. I think it's funny sarcastically. Like, hey, go, go off, king. Do your yeah. thing, king. Yeah. When some nigga do some fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, overall, I think it's corny when women and men do it. So yeah. I'm, that was know. a '90s thing. That was yeah. so '90s. I think guys used to say God more. Yes. Like if you listen to some Wu Tang albums. Yes. Yeah. What's up, God? Yeah, I see you, God. Mm-hmm. That was that five percent or supreme mathematics shit that Wu Tang was on. Everybody yeah. in New York. Jay Z yeah. was on that too. That whole uh, black man is God thing. Yeah. So we all gods. Yeah. We all gods. <laughs> that really yeah. That's your queen right there. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, man. I thought that shit was corny, but I kind of miss stuff like that. Me too. I kind of miss that in hip hop. We it, was all. It was like all of us blacks was on the same page. Yeah. We was uplifting each other in some way. If you listen to Erica Badu's early music, especially like On and On, mm-hmm. that song is actually about like the Supreme Mathematics shit. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about it like, when's the last time we had a song like that be mainstream on radio? Yeah. You know, where kids could hear it. Like, it, I know it's corny to be like, whoa, everything in, in, in media is bad now. Yeah. But I just, I, I kind of miss the days when we had stuff like that in common and things that uplifted black people. People thought it was corny, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I kind of miss it now. The, it's funny because like J Cole is that person, the one we talk about that's uplifting. That's true. And positive now. We don't yeah. like him. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, we're probably the problem. Maybe. See, it's fair we'll enough. We'll be talking about it twenty years from yeah. now. Yeah, Kendrick is doing it, but he's like the only one doing it, honestly. So, um, what else is going on this week? Uh, Young Miami got shot at. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, let me actually read this because I never actually saw what happened. Apparently, she was shot at while leaving a Miami studio late Monday night. She was not hurt, but she said she had been mentally affected. Um, she was saying stuff like she was looking at her mix- mentions and thinking it could be saying an R.I.P. So, yeah, she's also pregnant, too, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. That somebody shot at a pregnant woman. So I don't know what's going on with that. But, um, hmm, do we have any conspiracy theories? Because I don't know anything about Young Miami or City Girls. But do we have any thoughts on why she was shot at? Is is it kind of like, I'm not trying to make a joke out of this or anything like that. But the first thing I thought about was. City Boys Up. 
No, no, no. I'm dead. No. <laughs> Niggas did say that. I'm dead. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought about like, damn, I wanted somebody she tried to scam or something. It called on and it was pissed about it. I mean, you you're not gonna see a whole lot of niggas just shoot up a random pregnant woman. Yeah, I, yeah. This has to be something, some in type her of scam past. or something, yeah. some type of street beef or something. I would I would assume so, honestly. Cause yeah, I would I I wouldn't imagine they just randomly shooting shooting up shooting ne- at her like you that. You never hear about women getting shot or female rappers getting shot at like this. Yeah, guys is you know. Psh- it shit happen every week, but you never heard like Lil Kim or Remy Ma getting shot at like this. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm. I don't know. I forgot she was uh having Southside's baby too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I never knew. Oh really? The producer? Yeah. I didn't know that. I forgot yeah. that. Um. So yeah, I'm looking up for more details. There's nothing. She had a big old cherry red SUV, so the niggas knew it was her. But yeah, she just got shot that's, up. I don't know. That's scary, man. It is. Mm-hmm. It I, is. Yeah, I've been shot at a couple times. Really? That's it. Yeah. I was in the car actually. Um, we was driving and um, we seen some dudes from another hood that we didn't like. Mm-hmm. So my dudes, I, I'm driving, and my dudes in the passenger seat in the back seat, you know, talking shit, throwing up signs and all that shit. And they was on the side. They was they was looking like it was kind of looking like they was trying to get a clear shot. And you just seen them up the hammer. I'm, we like, oh shit! Oh, damn. So all, heard, all you heard was pop, 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 pop. It was shit was hitting the car. Damn! damn. I'm like, oh shit! So I'm driving and ducking at the same time. Damn! So I'm like, that was, that was kind of scary. When I think about it now, it's scary. It's really scary. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I really ain't. Yeah, you just I ain't in the really, moment. I, I yeah. was just like, woo, damn, that was crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's, now it's, I'm like, man, it was so many times I've been in danger. And like, then, it don't even make no sense, man. For some reason, like, <laughs> guns feel scarier in the movies and shit than they do in person sometimes. Because, like, the way a gunshot sound in real life don't sound like it, it sounds sa- in the movies and yeah, shit. Yeah, it don't sound like, like a cartoon. Sometimes you don't know if like it's that. a firecracker yeah. or if it's, like, a BB gun or it's a gun. It's, so, it's man, you could, play, you could have a cap gun and it yes. sounds similar a 380 sound like a fucking cap gun exactly <laughs> so it's not until later on you realize wow if a stray bullet just happened to get me anywhere yeah that could have killed me yeah. yeah so that's wild but man we glad you survived that and you here yeah. with us man yeah it was a couple more sh- i was just doing dumb shit you man you was thugging weren't you <laughs> trying to man okay. i was like i was like the kendrick lamar <laughs> in the group yeah like <laughs> just want to go home like to the point like if i think about it now i'm like why was i there so were you like in a clique or something yeah or? like okay you know like a normal neighborhood okay you grew up in the hood and you know all your friends are doing all type of other shit mm-hmm. so i just hung out with them and so but by, y'all weren't like claiming a set or nothing yeah we was okay it was a hood but um yeah, by association, people was like, "Oh, he with them." So, um, yeah, I had to shoot him, huh? I feel you just had to get him. I get yeah, you. Yeah, so it's kind of like, "Oh, he he from there?" Okay. Yeah, that's just so wild, it wasn't man. like I, you know, it wasn't like I had to get jumped in. Yeah, and all this other shit. Like I stayed there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of like we grew up together type thing. 
all y'all fake ass rappers figure was out there living that shit man shit <laughs> all y'all, 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 wasn't. Yeah, y'all think this nigga was just a podcast nigga nah he was <laughs> out there no and that's funny because a lot of black. people every time I talk to people people think I done went to college Mm-hmm. Like ESG always talk about that. He be shot down, then graduate <laughs> high school. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, yo, yo, <laughs> everyday street gangster ass right. went to college <laughs> and shit. <laughs> His ass did go to college. Yeah, <laughs> like I ain't, even, I ain't even graduate high school. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's funny as hell. Yeah. Um, shout out to ESG as well, man. We got to try yeah. to bring that. We gotta get them back. back. Yeah, we gotta we'll, get we'll them get back them on. one day. Yeah. Um. So other little things that happened this week. Um. I guess coming to America two is actually happening. Oh, Wesley Snipes rumored. Well, I think it's. I don't know how confirmed this stuff is, but reportedly Wesley Snipes, John Amos, and Rick Ross are going to be in coming to America <laughs> two. Uh, along with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. So I guess this movie is not a bad dream or a rumor. I guess it's actually happening. What is Rick Ross going to play? Or what? Uh, hell if know. we know. Right. Again, <laughs> okay. A drug boss or something. Or, yeah. I thought there was like a predominant character or something that he resembles that made sense. Not, the only thing I could think of, maybe um, instead of working that McDowell's, Maybe it'd be like a wing stop or something. Yeah. He'd be the owner of the... <laughs> he'd he, he <laughs> he play Louis Anderson part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... I, I think he's a little too cocky to play a little part like that. I think yeah. he... I think I can see him having a part. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think this movie's going to be a big deal when it comes out, but I think we're all going to be disappointed. Yeah. You know, it's good that we're getting another film with John Amos while he's still here. But, but it's so wa- I mean, like you get the most washed up. Yes. Like this. Uh, this is like the uh, Lakers with Carl Malone, Gary yes. Payton. <laughs> they just waited too long. Yeah. yeah. Why couldn't this have happened ten years ago? Yeah. This they waited matter. too long. Yeah. I think honestly, man, I think it, because the movie came out in '88. Mm-hmm. I would have been fine if it came out with another one in 91. Yeah. 92, somewhere around there. Because they were still young and fresh. Like, I don't want to see no old-ass washed-up Wesley Snipes. I don't know. It's, what was the last thing he was in? He can't even get in Blade. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Snipes ain't big. He was in Expendables, one of the Expendables movies. Oh, okay. That was the last thing I noticed him in. He might have been in some direct-to-DVD movies or direct-to-Redbox movies. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. Um, this is crazy. I don't know, man. I, a part of me just hopes it's good just for the legacy. Are you going to see it? Would you I, I have it? to, man. <laughs> I have to. This is a movie I'm gonna reluctantly have to see just because it's coming to America too, man. We we all got so we should all see it. We together. need to sit down with Jasmine so <laughs> she can see the first one. Yes, <laughs> we gotta we gotta put Jasmine through a, a yeah, black. I film bring my fire stick up here and we <laughs> s- s- sit in the lounge in the and watch. Lounge. Yes, <laughs> we, we that gotta movie's watch. so quotable, man. I love that movie. It's hilarious. You Still think it's top up. five all time? comedies probably probably yeah i'll put it top five all time definitely comedies definitely um what else is going on uh we talk about young miami oh shit i can't think of nothing else oh yeah let's talk about this um versatile sports at nito hugh fan on twitter 
Yes, sir. Um, he also gave us the pizza and sponsored our podcast last week, so yes. we appreciate that. He listed a few questions, um, and we don't, we're not going to go through all of them right now. But we'll I think we should break them down. Time. Yeah. Okay. But um, let's let's answer this real quick. Um, what do y'all love about Houston? Um, kind of a general question, but what do you, I know both of y'all are out of or come from we, different states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what in particular do y'all like about the city of Houston itself? Me? Oh, you want to go? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I like the diversity of the city that um, there's a little bit of everyone here. You can literally go down the street and hear someone speak in another language that is not familiar from anything you've ever heard before. I like that. It's a tourist attraction. So that way um, people are always visiting. I like the city. We're I come from more so like the country and it's just too slow for me. So, I don't know. I just, and I like, I like this. Yeah, I just like this. I wish the nightlife would last longer. That's one thing. Yeah. That's, but that's, you didn't ask me that. So, never mind. Go ahead, Figgy. <laughs> um, um, one of the things I like about Houston is um, it's a big city. Me coming from a smaller market, it's not much to do. Like, I know everybody say, oh, the city's small, and everybody know it, everybody. But Cleveland is really small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's but so much you can do there. So, um, coming to Houston, it's it's so huge. You get, uh, as far as concerts, you get a lot of people. I mean, almost every artist come to Houston. You got to come through Houston. It wasn't like that in Cleveland. You'll be lucky to get a concert tour stopping in Cleveland. A lot of times it wouldn't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, anything you name, like Joe Budden podcast, he his stop Houston. was Houston. Yeah. He he not stopping in Cleveland. What the yeah. fuck you gonna stop in <laughs> Cleveland for? So um, just little stuff like that is dope. Um, and uh, the food is amazing. Mm-hmm. You could, I don't know. It's like it's it's crazy because y'all pretty much been in Houston for a minute. Mm-hmm. And um, I can name a restaurant, and y'all could be like, "Oh, I never heard of that." And it could be a good restaurant. It's so much different food. You could in Cleveland, everybody knew what restaurant you was talking about. Mm-hmm. So um, I just like you know the big city mentality. It's fast. Um, I I like big cities. I I wanted to move to New York at one point, but. Um, Right now, I, I just don't see it. I, I like the weather, even though it's hot. It was hot yeah. as fuck today. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's on the plus. Yeah, but um, I like it that it don't snow like that. Mm-hmm. If it do, it's, it's not really shit. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff. I could go on all night about okay. everything I like about Houston. But okay. um, the, I think the main thing is the friendly people. It seemed like uh, I was a little nervous when I moved down here because um, this is around the time Trump was running. Yeah. And uh, I just left Cleveland, which was hosting the RNC. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was kind of crazy up there. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought there was going to be a whole bunch of racist people and all this other shit. But, like, I met some of the nicest white people I ever met in my life. Yep. And, um, like, they take, they, you know, they cool with me like they knew me forever. Mm-hmm. And the moment I say, oh, I'm from Ohio, blah, blah, then it's like, oh, yeah. And then I got to tell you about Houston. I got to tell you where to go and all that. Like, it's it's so friendly. It's not like that in Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. kind of more standoffish a little bit. 
it kind of got a um a little bit of a East Coast vibe, mm-hmm. but um it's kind of Southern a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of like they um they ain't gonna fuck with you because they don't know you, but once they see you know once they get to know you then it's like oh okay you cool now yeah down here man they just open their doors for you yeah southern hospitality is real yeah it is. yeah it is so yeah that's a couple things I like about Houston okay I agree with y'all's points honestly um the culture is one of the biggest things to me man. Um, growing up in Houston all my life, um, I've never I've moved away, but I've always missed it when I moved away. Um, and honestly, I've only moved in state. I moved to Austin, um, and I also moved to Corpus Christi. And I always miss Houston when I move to any of those places. <laughs> um, Austin's cool. I'm you know big into music, but it's just too weird for me. Like it's, it's too, too hipsterish. Too hipster for me. I think Houston is like the perfect mix of you know what people stereotypically think Texas is with the y'all and the accent and the rodeo and shit, but it has a nice mix of Austin in it too. It's, it's like a lot of music uh, uh, events out here, concerts, um, more laid back and not like, you know, hillbilly type Southern people. Like it's people far think, from that. Yes. Unless you want to find them places, exactly. you can find them places, but yeah, I sh- sh- shit like staying in this area. I ain't seen a cowboy hat or no. a horse or nothing on rodeo time. You see that, and that's really it. You yeah, know, everybody else is in modern times here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like a nice mix of stereotypical Texas and and not too not not redneck basically. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of not to cut you off, but it kind of remind me of like a uh, I don't want to call it a poor man's version, but it kind of remind me of L.A. a little bit. Yeah, because LA got the same vibe to me, like as far as the weather, how the Galleria area look. Yeah, um, you got a lot of people with nice cars, mm-hmm. but um, it's just cheaper. It's yeah. it's affordable. I think I would prefer Houston to LA, honestly. Houston over LA. Yes, me too. Because number one, the living here is really affordable. Um, even though it's a great area with a lot of stuff to do. One thing that always annoyed me. And I went through this. I went to U of H and I kind of a lot of people, mainly women who are talking about how they hate Houston and they want to move to New York or they want to move to L.A. or they want to move to. And I'm like, y'all just thinking in terms of TV shows y'all watch. Y'all really don't know what it's like up there. I almost guarantee you if y'all move up there, you know, you would miss here. You know, yeah. affordable living, people who ain't stuck up. I haven't been to New York, New York, but I heard people in New York are like, you know, standoffish kind of assholes. You walk in a mass of people. Nobody say, pardon me or excuse me. I just fucking bump into you. And you're like, what the yeah. fuck? You got to ride a fucking subway everywhere. Yeah. Traffic is terrible. Same thing with L.A. Traffic is really bad. People are kind of fake. Everybody's trying to make it out there, you know. So yeah. it's the, the energy of Houston, I think, is a lot better compared to most other places. It seems to be a place where nobody, like going back to the Joe Budden thing, you know, nobody says I can't stand Houston or I would mm-hmm. never go to Houston. Yeah. Every, you know, celebrity, famous person says, oh, I love Houston. Yeah. You yeah. know, everybody loves coming here. I also think um, Houston is an underrated place. It is. To pick, piggyback off of that, because um, before I moved down here, I ain't never think about Houston. I ain't yeah. never think about visiting, going on vacation. I'm thinking... I thought Houston was like a Paul Wall video. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, like, man, who want to go down there? 
like <laughs> like they ain't got no sidewalks yeah. or stuff like that. <laughs> but um, it wasn't until we moved down here to look for a place. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, yeah. damn. Because at first, like first, I didn't know it was the fourth largest city in the United mm-hmm. States. So I'm like, shit, okay. So when I came down here, I'm like, wow. Like, damn. I'm thinking I'm about to see dirt roads and shit like that. (laughs) But it was was the total opposite. And and two, a lot of my family never been down here either. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling them how dope it is down here, but they like, nah, it's too far. Nah, it's too hot or whatever. So my sister came down here. She loved it. Mm -hmm. And now she currently trying to move down here. Oh, that's good. And so um, I kind of talked a lot of people into, you know, maybe visiting or maybe moving down here. Yeah. So I'm like, man, it's a, it's this place so underrated because a lot of people go to Atlanta, Mm -hmm. they go to New York and they go to LA. They really, they never talk about Houston. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, I feel like lately now a lot of people are like, ooh, Houston, Houston. Yeah. And, um, it's grown pretty quick, man. I yeah. think people are catching on now. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And and the top of that, the whole rap culture and history is something I've always loved about this place, too. I love the fact that we have our own style. We cultivated our own thing. We were the first ones before Master P. Rap a lot was the first, you know, big independent rap label. Mm-hmm. You know, then we had a DJ screw, screwed up click, switch your house, all that. We created our own sound, our own movement, and that's still in hip hop today. Yeah. You know, I always took a lot of pride and I know people see local rappers around a lot and so then you're not really phased, but I'm like, man, you know, y'all really did start something here. Yeah. You know, ESG, he always plays it down because he's more humble, but I'm like, man, y'all really are the forefathers of what modern rap is today, man. Yeah. Y'all don't get appreciated for it. Y'all don't get your flowers while you're here, but yeah. y'all deserve it because y'all did change the game of what y'all did. So mm-hmm. I always loved that and appreciated that too, man. Plus our artists are all cool too. You yeah. know, for the most part, you don't see having anybody here be an asshole. You know, you could talk yeah. to Slim Thug if you see him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. That's it's always been chill, man. Yeah. Real quick, I just want to um, add on to that conver- the conversation we had about the list. Like, I don't, I just don't see nobody else out freestyling a lot of most or most of Houston rappers. That's true. You, you got Lil Kiki. You got, you know, I throw ESG in there. I don't think nobody else can out freestyle uh, a lot of those rappers on in that a, list. In a unwritten this. freestyle battle, ESG, Lil Flip, and Lil Kiki are watching a lot of dudes, man. That, that's Honestly. what I'm saying, man. Yeah, like I know, I know. Um, whenever we make that list, we looking at you know what they doing now or their albums and stuff like that. Yeah, Houston got some underrated rappers. <laughs> They, like these dudes can really rap. Yes, you can. I mean, Atlanta. I mean, I don't know about Atlanta. People bring up Outkast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Houston really rap. If you listen to their shit, they was really rapping. The only thing people had a problem with to me was the accents, yeah. the southern mm-hmm. accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they be rapping their asses off. People were rapping, man. Yeah, and it's. <laughs> I hate the fact that the newer artists are taking more of the Atlanta sound because I'm like, man, we have our own sound and it was working and it still could work. But yeah. that's not a debate about the current Houston rap scene. But yeah. we still got some good rappers out here. Yeah. Um, last up, there was a power spinoff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about this. We'll throw this in real quick. Um, I guess there is a power spinoff that has been announced. 
It's called Power Book Two Ghost. And Mary J. Blige is going to star in it. So it's called Power Book Power Two, Book Two Ghost. Mm. Um, which assumes that it's going to follow the story of Ghost maybe after the show ends, or maybe it's a prequel. As being that it's called Power Book Two, you would assume it's going to be a sequel. A sequel, I would yeah. imagine. And it's going to be about a ghost. So, are y'all excited for this? Uh, I, I need to see this season first. <laughs> I'm not. I'm honestly not even excited to see the season. Oh wow! I think I think it's a couple. I think it come out in a couple days. Yeah, on the 26th. I think say? so. I seen somebody say it was like nine days until power. But um, that was a couple days ago. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers counting the days now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think, honestly, man, I think I tapped out on it. Yeah. I I, I don't want to waste my time and get invested in it, so I might just sit this season out. What? The last season you're going to sit out? You come this far? I might. I don't know. I might check it out, but. See, I never liked that reasoning. The well, you've seen it all up until now. You might as well finish it because I feel like that makes me not want to finish it because I'll be like, well, they didn't get me. You know, if I watch the entire thing, that's how I feel about Game of Thrones. I stopped watching it because I was like, okay, I spent so much of my life watching it now. But if I don't watch the last episodes, I can be like, they didn't get me. You know, so that's how I feel about that. That um, power show didn't end in a way where I'm like, oh, I got to see next yeah. season. Yeah. Like, we know, spoiler alert, we know Angela didn't die. Mm-hmm. Wait, she didn't? I don't think so. I think she did. Do you? Yeah, because they only showed her in the end, and that wasn't long. Like, I I understood the suspense I, of the preview, but then they showed her, and then the context in which they showed her, it wasn't, it wasn't like... You could tell there's no longevity there. Like she, I thought she just, Angela was dead. I honestly. think she, I think she nah. gonna die. Like she got in shot. The hospital she got shot shit. at the end. Uh, okay. Last season, yeah, I thought she got shot. I thought she but. died. Yeah, that's 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 what we that's what I thought. Remember they but remember he just screamed she, at Tommy yeah, and looked up yeah. and that was like the end of the show. Yeah, I think she I think she still been um rec- I think she was still part of the show though. Like as far oh, as like. Okay. Like you know how you show how they show oh um they start they just started recording the next season and she was there yeah I, I think so yeah oh, okay because otherwise like that's one thing I hate about the internet and social media yeah it leaks out yeah they and they it'd be more of a like going away party because they mm-hmm. had a going away party for the dude that played Lobos yeah yeah and so you know he wasn't coming back mm-hmm. they didn't have a going away party for her or <laughs> anything like that I think she was still part of the show so okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just not really. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not excited to see what's. I don't, I don't even know what to happen next. I don't know what Mary J. Blige is gonna do on this show. I don't even know if she can act. Yeah, that's that's the other head scratcher so, too. Yeah, but we'll see. We will see. I'm not um, like, oh yeah, Mary J. Yeah. Blige. Yes, Jasmine, you might have to be the one who watches this for us. Man, <laughs> I'm we know so you heard love about some this. Power. Yes, <laughs> you know, I, I'll watch the first episode about the of the new season. How about that? Cool. I'll and give then you hopefully the first they'll episode. hopefully they'll hook you in, and you'll yeah. want to keep watching. We'll see. <laughs> I, I, I think it's gonna be terrible. But we'll see. I'm just ready for it to end. Yeah, uh, I don't know. People if it had will. like this was the greatest show ever. This is like the Black People Game of Thrones. 
Thrones. <laughs> the, the hood it Game really of Thrones. Is, man. The yeah. hood, it really no, is. honestly. Yeah, because the first two seasons was mm-hmm. like if it were to quit after the first two seasons. Yes, or kept probably, being that good. Yeah, I would. Uh, if it was like two strong seasons, like those first two seasons, I probably <laughs> wouldn't label this show a classic. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I would have been probably pissed that they quit. It ended. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I agree. <laughs> but we will see. We'll 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 give it a little shot. Maybe yeah, we, we can we can work that out. <laughs> so I think that's about it for everything that has occurred this week, y'all. We can go ahead and get the fuck on out of here. Yeah. Uh, you can follow my man, The Figgy Fig, on all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, also follow the lovely Jasmine at Chitty Chitty Bass yes. on all social media platforms. When that playlist hitting? Uh, sometime this weekend, if the Lord say the same. Okay, <laughs> okay, fair enough. You can find me on Ryan.Rocket on Instagram and the Ryan Rocket on Twitter. So for my boy Figgy, for the lovely Jasmine, I am Ryan Rocket, and we are the Jim the Juice Podcast, y'all. Peace. Peace.